Hello and welcome to Atomic Geekdom. My name is Dave. Hope you're all recovering and having a wonderful week uh, post Endgame and Game of Thrones weekend. Um, it was a rough one. If you watch both those shows, you probably do if you're listening to this podcast. Um, today we're going to do a giant roundtable episode to discuss all things Endgame, Avengers, Endgame. So if you have not seen the movie yet, do not listen to this episode yet. Come back after you see the movie. This is going to be all spoilers. We're going to talk about everything from the movie. You're going to hear a lot of things you don't want to hear unless you've already seen it. Once you've seen it, come on back, listen to us jaw on about how much we loved it and, uh, probably cry a little bit and recover. It's going to be therapy time today. And I am a poor, poor substitute for a therapist, but we'll be here for each other. We'll all just, we'll just come <laughs> <Sorry>. together. <laughs> we'll all just be here for each other in this case. Um, Okay, so joining me today from Atomic Geekdom, I've got Johnny. Hi. How are you, Johnny? Oh, so good. All right. Did you cry so in the good. movie? Uh, no. I well, I didn't cry during the movie. I cried. I cried a little. I I, I teared up. I okay. wouldn't say I cried, cried, but I, I I got choked up and teared up several hours after the movie when it all kind of set in. Gotcha. And uh, and I realized, oh, oh, that's right. I saw that. You had time to process and everything. Mm-hmm. Okay. Don't forget, if you are, if you haven't seen the movie, we are going to talk spoilers, right, Dave? That's correct. Thank you. Okay, I don't know if you went over this before. Make sure you go out and see Endgame first, because we're going to talk spoilers here. Make sure when you get those tickets for Endgame, put in promo code ATOMIC20. Nope, You'll get nope, yourself 45% uh, off any ticket price. That's uh, not a thing here. <laughs> off uh, any website. So any website, yeah. Any, get your tickets and then go to any website and enter that code in, and you'll get 40% <laughs> off nothing. You'll get sent forty-five dollars. Oh, okay. 45, 45 atomic bucks from right? from Johnny. From Johnny, five atomic bucks. Also from Atomic Kingdom, it's Kyle. Hey everyone, how's it going? Kyle, are hi. You, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. There. I mean, I mean, okay. I guess I teared up a little bit when. Uh, I mean, I'm going to get into spoilers right away when Peter came back. Sure. Sure. Yeah, don't no Game of Thrones spoilers right now. If we're gonna talk that later, maybe I'll throw it out there. But yeah, just kind of keep that on the refer right now. We we can we can get therapy in that later. Um, but yeah, okay, yeah. Peter Parker is alive, and you you were happy. I was happy, and and then he got hugged, and then and then he started totally. crying, and then he started crying, and then yeah, and then I lost it. Yeah, <laughs> that damn kid. Um. Uh, we have two special, well, we have three special guests, but I'll get to the, the other one last, but not least. Uh, two special guests, they're kind of connected in a way. Um, our friend, our cosplay friend, Ashley. Hello. And she brought along a guest. I'll let her introduce him. Uh, we got the Bay of Bays. It is Nopin. What's up? <laughs> now you, you guys, you guys have joined us before, so you kind of know how this show works out. But uh, yeah, uh, I, did you see the movie together? Yes, we did. we did. And and how did that work out? Were, was there a lot of? Did you have, did you have to wipe tears, <laughs> tears from from Nobin? The sleeve on the sleeve on my left shoulder was really wet for with her tears. So. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, okay, I'm a crybaby. Like, I cry at dog food commercials. So she cries in everything. Like, I no one is surprised if I cry, especially at Avengers. Like, I was a mess during Infinity War. I thought I would be okay during Endgame. I was not. I was crying throughout like the last half of the entire movie. It was just <laughs> I, I, I gave up. Like, I, I just let it happen. 
<laughs> <laughs> Novin, did you cry? Uh, I didn't cry, but I definitely choked up at mm-hmm. the scene where Tony was dying and Spider-Man uh, was just like looking at him like, it's me, I'm here. And I was just like, oh, oh fuck. <laughs> yeah, that was rough. <laughs> was, that was rough. Oh, man. <laughs> that, was, that was tough. Yeah. All right. And last but not least, I saved her for last because she's got the connection to Marvel. She works on the Marvel Report. Uh, and she's also just one of the best writers and content creators around. She does it all. Uh, my friend and yours, it's Lauren. Hello, everybody. I didn't know if I should say your last name or not. I'm sure you don't mind, but I, I'll just go with Lauren. Yeah, Lauren Galloway. People know me by my writing and my Twitter handle, so it's all good. Yeah. Okay. You're the only first-timer on our podcast. We talk all the time. I work with you on the Marvel Report and stuff, but... This is the only. This is the first time you've been on our podcast, right? I think so. Unless I was on like years and years ago, back in my like super podcasting days. But I, honestly, I can't remember. No, I don't. Yeah, I don't think so. Because I think the first time we talked on Skype was recently. Um, That's right. So okay. So something we do with first-time guests, and I'm going to ask you the question I asked all of them after that, um, is we ask everybody to share their geek cred. Uh, basically, Ooh. basically the things you love to geek out over. Um, if you follow Lauren on Twitter, you you already know it. Uh, <laughs> but I'll let you share it with people who maybe don't know who you are. If people follow me on Twitter, they could probably tell me all of my my favorite fandoms. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll do it kind of chronologically. So I'm a Star Trek baby. I was raised on Star Trek The Next Generation. My first live cliffhanger ever that I remember watching on TV was The Best of Both Worlds, you know, where Picard is assimilated by the Borg. It's a good place um, to start. <laughs> right? I will never, ever forget that episode. It was, like, burned in my memory. So definitely Star Trek. That's a huge part of my upbringing. I definitely watched, like, X-Men the Animated Series as a kid. I watched a lot of Power Rangers. I loved the Batman the Animated Series. But, like, as I grew up, I wasn't necessarily like a super fan of those things. I think until I got a little older, mm-hmm. um, I think in my kind of early twenties, my biggest fandom was like Sherlock and detective stories. I loved BBC Sherlock. I loved watching psych. Um, whenever I would go to comic con, like those are the panels that I would gravitate towards. And then of course, when, you know, the Marvel cinematic universe came on the scene, I completely fell in love with it. It is my all time favorite franchise. I mean, I hate comparing I mean, I love Star Wars. I love, I love it all. I'm sure you guys do too. And it's, it's so hard when someone says, so what's your favorite? Because <laughs> we live in a world where we can love many things. But I mean, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it's just, I don't think anything comes close to it. I think, I think we owe a lot of the MCU to things like Star Wars and, you know, the Keaton Batman movies. And like, there's a lot of things that for me, the MCU is the absolute tops. And yeah, again, on Twitter, you know that that's clear. Um, just watching or seeing her tweets. And it's very clear to see where her, her passions lie. And it's awesome because you get to kind of work in those areas almost like exclusively, which is great. Yeah. Um. Okay. And I don't know. I haven't looked at your Twitter to see this, but did you cry? You had to have cried at Endgame. <laughs> I am a crier. I am yeah. a, a big crier. And yeah, Infinity War Infinity War really, really, really messed me up. And I think the note that Infinity War ended on, just that kind of fade to black, 
and then you know the Avengers will return and it dissolving. I remember sitting in that theater just like in shock. And so going <laughs> mm-hmm. into Endgame, I didn't know if I knew there was going to be a happy ending because this is Marvel. Like I knew we were going to get everybody back, and so, but like actually seeing it happen, like when you hear Sam's voice on Cap's. Um, intercom and it's like really quiet you know and like they cut all the sound in the battle and then you see Doctor Strange start opening those portals like I lost it and the theater that I was in lost it and it was like cheering at a sporting event and I cried and (laughs) I cried when Tony died and you know anyone who knows me knows that I'm obsessed with Agent Carter like Mm -hmm. I have a lot of Agent Carter things in my room that I can look at right now and so that final shot of Steve and Peggy I was like that's it like my life is complete (laughs) I don't care if any movie ever comes out ever again this like it was so perfect I yeah I cried a lot all right okay so yes we've all shared Uh, I didn't uh I cried yes I did when Peter and Tony was saying goodbye to Tony essentially um, and yeah, that's really the only time I cried. I didn't cry. I, 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 I cried. I teared up. I didn't cry. Uh, I got, I definitely was shocked, uh, to the point of, I would have cried, um, when the missile hits after Ant-Man says it worked and the, the Thanos missile hits them. I thought, I thought for sure Ant-Man's dead. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I was stunned. <laughs> I couldn't breathe for like a second. I'm like, Oh no. And then, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think I teared up more in Infinity War than I did Endgame because I figured we'd get a happy ending. Um, so I was I was kind of okay with it. And I'm not the biggest Tony fan, but it still wow. it still sucks to see him die. Uh, pretty pretty. I bet you clapped. I did not. I'm not one of those people. All right, so let's 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 get into it. Um, it's 2008, May 2nd, 2008. Iron Man came out, started this whole thing, uh, and. Iron Man ended it. Um, we'll get we'll get to the end, but there's lots of things to talk about on the way. We're gonna talk about the story, the mo- the key moments of this this three hour epic, and then we're gonna talk about the future and uh, different theories of things that could be coming in the in the future. We're kind of blank slating it for the most part. We really don't know a whole lot of where they're going. We have some ideas based on things they've announced and castings and things like that, but. Uh, we don't have a movie schedule, as I, um, I I think we don't have really a movie schedule other than Spider-Man, right? Uh, anybody correct me on that? Yeah, yes. I think that's it so far. Yeah, yeah, it ends phase three, and yeah. they've announced movies they're going to do, but they haven't announced any release dates or anything. Right, right. The only the only other one I can think of is they said they were gonna do Black Cat and Silver Sable. Is that the name? That's Sony. That's on the Sony end. That's on Sony side? Okay, yeah. Yeah. That's the only other one that I could think of that was in, like, the Marvelverse, quote-unquote, but, yeah. They've confirmed Black Widow, Black Black Panther 2, and... Guardians uh, 3. Very heavy hints for Doctor Strange 2, and Guardians 3, for sure. And then also the Eternals and Shang-Chi. Oh, that's right. I forgot about those two. Yeah. But no no dates or anything. So, okay, so we kind of have an idea, a little bit of an idea of where the future's going. And, of course, the the X-Men and the Fantastic Four are kind of hanging over everybody's heads as to to when. And I'm going to talk about that a little later when we can kind of get into it together. But, okay, so the movie starts in probably the most heartbreaking way, kind of perfectly, though, because it picks up right where the other movie pretty much left off. So you can watch these two back-to-back 
kind of kind of seamlessly mm-hmm. um with when it would be a lot of fun for your emotions um <laughs> <laughs> so you leave infinity war feeling a certain way and they need to bring you back into that when you go to see Endgame. So they, so that moment's perfect because it puts you right back into that spot you were at the end of Infinity War. Exactly, and they did it. I think yep. in a in a great way with Hawkeye and his family. And boy, they built it up just like they did with with Infinity War. With you know it's coming, and you just don't know when. And then he just kind of turns around, and they're all gone, and it's it's heartbreaking. Um, yeah. So, for me in this movie, I thought. Hawkeye was like an MVP of this film, especially for somebody that gets a lot of crap and people are like, well, he's going to die in this one. Cause he's Hawkeye. He's, he's the sporting goods guy. Um, how important, uh, was Hawkeye to you throughout the whole series? Uh, not just this movie, but since he was introduced in Thor, um, to me, this was great because again, he didn't really, he had moments to shine, but, even he complained about his appearance in Avengers being like a, a puppet and not really having a lot to do. Uh, Jeremy Renner, I should say. And then he's kind of progressed more and more. You can see his family and all these things, but everybody's kind of written him off as the useless Avengers member, or maybe I don't want to be too harsh, but I think the fan, the, 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 the major, the popular thought of Hawkeye is he's useless. And um, I don't know. Only like the, the diehard fans really enjoyed his character. I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm not saying it wrong, but I felt he was very important to this movie, and I was along for the ride for this whole movie because he has a real arc in here, and he kind of becomes where Black Widow started when the the series kind of began when they introduced her. Like she's got the red in her ledger, and he kind of went towards that instead of away from it. Um, I don't know. Any thoughts on Hawkeye? Anybody want to? chime in on Hawkeye? Um, I'll chime in on Hawkeye. So I always liked Hawkeye and Black Widow for that matter because they were like kind of the humans of this whole universe. Like they, Hawkeye, from what I recall, doesn't have any superpowers or anything. You're right. Right? Yep. You're yeah, right. yeah. So uh, that's that's a that's a trope that I like in superhero um, culture, I guess you could say. Like Gwenpool is one of my favorites because she has no superpowers. Um, and I mean, even in other um, media, like in anime, um, <clears throat> My Hero Academia, the main character didn't have powers and he was given powers. But the point is, he started out without powers. Mm-hmm. So I've always liked that he kind of brought that humanity to it that like you don't have to have superpowers to be a hero um so that's something that i've always liked so i've always liked hawkeye i've always liked archers and stuff so i kind of really identified with hawkeye throughout the entire series so seeing him grow as a character and then seeing his family and seeing how he reacted to it and how he came back from that i think that was a huge character arc i thought that was amazing to see there was one issue I had uh, with 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 Hawkeye and Black Widow, but we'll get to that when it comes up. <laughs> um, okay. Because I was I was uh, I was pretty upset at one part, but I'll, I'll hold off on that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nova knows exactly what I'm talking about because I like said it during the movie. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I thought like I never thought he was useless, but like I never thought that. He would get such a big role 
mm-hmm. in this movie. Like he was very important in this movie, and that's cool. Like I think his arc and Black Widow's arc fit well with retrieving the Soul Stone. Yeah. Um, and I was fine with it. Um, but uh, you know, it's nice to have some of those other heroes get some, you know, uh, more screen time. Sometimes I feel like uh, that they just. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to say that like he only got that screen time because he complained. Sure. Uh, but you know, that's it. I, I was fine with it. I never thought it, I never saw it as an issue. I, I was fine with, uh, with him and the first Avengers where if you want to call him a puppet or a useless character, I was fine. And then with him having a bigger role, I also thought it was fine. Yeah. I think he kind of made up for it in Age of Ultron. He had a little bit bigger of a role there, um, especially when it came to, like, Quicksilver and, uh, well, the twins, basically, you know. Right. Yeah. Motiv- motiv- yeah, he's, real, he's real close with Scarlet Witch now, Yeah, which is super cool. Yeah, that's a nice relationship, uh, kind of a father-adopted-daughter thing. I, I never really saw him as a joke, and I don't think most people saw him as a joke. It was no. a joke to joke about him. You know what I mean? Not It's nothing like Aquaman. Like, Aquaman was the butt of so many jokes for so many years. Hawkeye, you know, if you're a comics reader, you've known about Hawkeye. And if you're not a comics reader, you've known about him because people have joked about him. And that's kind of it. And to me, his story in Avengers makes sense because everyone else who was a core member of that team had had a movie or stories introduced that they could progress in Avengers. He was the only one that was like the first one they had to really introduce. So they had to give him something. And he could either be S.H.I.E.L.D. agent that's friends with Black Widow and helps the team or have an integral part of the story um, to introduce him. And then, and then, I mean, by the end of the movie, he proves his worth. Anyone who was like, he's a joke, by the end of that movie was like, holy crap, he's got so much, he can do a bunch of stuff. And then Avengers, they progress the story even more, and he's way cooler than he was in Avengers. And then Civil War, he gets that cameo that people are super excited, you know, that people were really excited about was, oh, Hawkeye's back, he's going to do some awesome stuff, and he did, he was a badass. So it all, I don't know, it all made sense to me. Mm -hmm. And him sitting out Infinity War made his story better in Endgame. Uh, just to, for me, I feel the same way about Ant-Man. Ant-Man sitting out Infinity War, not having a role in it, made his role in Endgame so much better. And so I think it's the same with Hawkeye. He's he's one of the one of the few characters. Well, not not even one of the few actually. There's a, there's a lot, um, but he's one of the lucky characters who has had a full arc in the entire MCU. Some other characters are still transitioning or learning or growing. He's kind of done at this point, and you can use him here and there but i don't i don't know that there's more to his story to tell except for hey look hawkeye's here to 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 show up and do this awesome thing but then he's going back home sure okay all right anybody else hawkeye kyle or lauren pretty Um, much i would say that yeah i think hawkeye is one of my favorite characters i mean they're all my favorite (laughs) in their own way you know, I think he has some of the best lines and moments in the original Avengers film. <clears throat> um, and yeah, I like what you guys are saying too about his arc. You know, I think, you know, the if you ever read any interviews or listen to any interviews with the Russo brothers, the brothers who directed Infinity War and Endgame, they talk about having, like, they printed all the characters who are alive, who Marvel had the rights to, out on baseball cards. And they put them on this cork board in their office. And they had like 66 character like baseball cards on their board. And they had to decide, okay, 
who gets lines, who gets an arc, who gets screen time, you know, what are we going to have all these characters do? And essentially, not everybody is going to get the screen time that everybody would want for Mm. their favorite character. And I remember, you know, Captain America wasn't even supposed to come into Infinity War until Wakanda. Like, the whole scene in Scotland where he rescues Vision, that wasn't even supposed to happen. And, you know, they were like, well, we can't have a movie without Captain America. So <laughs> I think I applaud the work and the creativity that um, the writers and the directors had to do because there are so many characters that they had to play with. And, like, you know, if someone has a favorite character, maybe it's Thor, maybe it's Hulk, maybe it's Scarlet Witch, you know, no one is ever going to get as much screen time as you might want your favorite to get in these two films because there's just too many people. And it's very much like Game of Thrones, you know, the Battle of Winter was last night. Not everybody got great action moments because you just can't give everybody that much screen time. So I think in Hawkeye's case, I was surprised at how much screen time he got and the fact that the film opened with him and really grounded him you know, because we all, like, we saw everybody lose someone that they loved in Infinity War. Cap lost Bucky, you know, Rocket lost Groot. But there's there's a difference when you watch a father lose his entire family. And I think, you know, like you guys were saying, what, what anyone's opinion of Hawkeye might have been going into this film, the first minute, you know, when his kids are dusted, you are reinvested in his character, like, hardcore. And you, you know, you instantly want them back. And I think it makes it makes Thanos' snap a little more personal because it's not just a hero who died in the line of battle. Like Hawkeye wasn't even in the battle. He was at home having a picnic with his kids. So I think to like start the film with Hawkeye was such such a great choice because it wasn't with one of our big heroes. It wasn't with somebody with superpowers. It was with a dad and then the same with Ant-Man, you know, him getting, him getting Kathy. So I think that, you know, if anyone to kind of emotionally ground this film, I think Hawkeye was a great, a great choice. And I was really glad that they used him in that way. Perfectly said. All right. Uh, good way to move forward. Now, we have a couple options of how we can do this. We can kind of go through the, the movie and kind of break it down segment by segment as far as what we enjoyed from it. Or we just straight up talk. Um, I'm prepared to do it either way. I wanted to kind of give it the group uh consensus consensus um you know we don't have to go through it beat by beat of the movie we've all seen it um uh i've seen it twice has anybody else seen it more than once i've seen it three johnny johnny you've seen it three times okay yeah it wasn't intentional it was i i had tickets to see it myself and then tickets to take my daughter to it and then my brother last minute said hey i want to see it if i come out there will you see it with me and so i went a, uh, a third time Okay. Uh, yeah, me and Ashley have only seen it once. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen it twice. I've seen it twice. Okay. Uh, is it? I don't know if I can emotionally handle it another time. <laughs> it's, a it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. I'd like. I saw Infinity War twice, and that second time, it's still like oof, big oof. Like it was hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not. Not fun. <laughs> I could. I could see going to see it a fourth time, but only if like I had another fan family member that really wanted to see it um and i could get to experience it with them but it the the it, it is a long movie mm-hmm. originally my ticket was to see it friday morning uh and then take my daughter to see it on sunday and then when my, when my brother called and said if i come out on friday night if we can find tickets would you want to go so we found tickets 
And I was like, I don't think I can do Endgame twice in the same day. So I was very lucky and found a good seat on Thursday night. Um, yeah. Nice. But even seeing it three times over, you know, over four days is it's a lot. It takes yeah. a lot out of you because it's a lot of movie. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that's, it. Go ahead, Kyle. I was going to say that's just nine hours of your life right there. Yeah. <laughs> well spent. I got to spend, sure. you know, great. My, my Oh, definitely. I really enjoyed seeing it a third time with my daughter and I enjoyed seeing it a second time with my brother. You know, the first time was just for me because I just wanted to be there and experience it and take it all in. Um, well, here's, and, uh, here's, something, here's something, Johnny. I think you're the only one that can answer this. Uh, how old is your daughter? 11. And how did she take it? She loved it. Yeah. yeah she thought it was awesome. She cried. She cheered. Um, we're, we're big. Uh, I, I know I've said on the podcast before, I, I don't like noise in the theater. And I try to choose show times and uh, you know actual theaters like, like booths or, or rooms or whatever in the theater that have the least amount of people because that's the least amount of noise sure. so i'm not i don't like going to those showings where everyone cheers when spider-man shows up or or whoops when uh storm walks down the steps which is what happened in x-men 2 and that completely turned me off from uh theater. from people cheering in the theater i just okay. want to watch the movie and if you're talking and cheering i can't hear the next line of dialogue gotcha so she's trained quote unquote trained to when something awesome happens you go yes to yourself you don't go <laughs> Woo! Okay. yes all right I gotcha. Uh, you know what I'm saying, Dave? Then you, I, would, you would not have enjoyed my theater experiences then because <laughs> I was in the same. Dome in L.A. Like, with Hollywood. Like, Chris Nolan was in our viewing with his kids. Mm-hmm. And straight up, it was like being at a Dodger game. Now, that <laughs> like, I think is a different... That's an experience you sign up for. If you're going yeah. to see, like, a premiere or you're going to see it with the cast yeah. and crew, um, that's different. And, and that I would do, but not for my first showing. I want to I want to experience it. But if I was to go see it a fourth time and somebody said, let's all go see it as a group and let's, you know, hoop and holler when the good stuff happens, I would go see it a fourth time and do that. But Mm -hmm. but it takes me out of the movie when when people are cheering. I have no problem with it, but just not in my showing. Right. Oh, we understand. You're not criticizing the way anybody feeds their movie. You want to see it a certain way. And you plan around. No, I am you plan around them, Dave. Yeah. Fools, oh, you are saying. saying. Oh, okay. All right. Well. <laughs> no, I'm definitely not saying that. Um, no, enjoy the movie the way you want to enjoy it. Um, yeah. But my daughter was like super hyped, and uh, and um, when with that moment when Sam says on your left and the portal opens, Doctor Strange is her favorite Marvel character and favorite Marvel movie. Interesting. So when that portal starts opening, she's like, "Yes, oh, so cool!" And uh, she knows I love Ant Man. So anytime there was a a really cool Ant-Man scene, she would like tap me on the arm and I'd go, I know, I saw it. I saw it already. <laughs> this is the second time, third time. You awesome. don't have to tell me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was disappointed. Okay, so I saw Infinity War five times. That's the movie I've seen the most in the theater ever out of all movies. And it just worked out that way. It wasn't like I was trying to. It was just, my brother came to town from Boston, so we went and saw it with my, with my dad and I saw it <laughs> once on my own, twice. It just, it worked out to be five times. Um, and each time, when, when Spider-Man dies, it killed me every time. Um, but the crowd experience was great because people cheered when the first time they saw Cap appear in Infinity War, uh, which when, when Lauren mentioned that he might not even have been there, I, I can't imagine that movie without that scene when he shows up from the shadows. It's just such a great scene. Um, but this time, I've seen it twice, Endgame, and the crowds were very disappointing. I do enjoy it when they cheer and... When there's that audible gasp when somebody dies or gets stabbed unexpectedly through the back. Um, <laughs> and, 
and I, I enjoy that when you're experiencing it with other people. Again, I'm just different than Johnny or, you know, the people that want the silence. Trust me, I go to a lot of movies and I can't stand it when people are talking or playing games on their phones throughout the entire movie. Like, why are you here? Um, but if we're all experiencing it, like, like Lauren mentioned, like a Dodger game kind of a thing, like we're all taking the ride together and we're going, you know, up the hill and down together. Uh, I, there's something fun about that for me. And I was disappointed with the two audiences I went and saw it with. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it with Dave the first showing, and then there was like nothing, like no one. It was like a dead crowd. Yeah, you could but hear this... you could hear this guy in the front row because we have the reclining leather seats at this theater, and that makes a noise every time you recline. Oh, and the God. guy, the guy must have reclined and sat up like sixteen times throughout the movie, and all you got, all you heard was the chair moving. It was so quiet. It was boring. Well, yeah. oh the, movie, the movie, the, the, the movie, movie wasn't, but the movie, <laughs> that second sounds time, perfect. Yeah. That's Johnny's perfect <laughs> the, movie experience. That sounds great. The second but, time seeing it was, there was a lot more, um, audience interaction with it. Sure. Which the I'm third okay time I saw it, the audience applauded when the movie was over, but they didn't cheer or, or anything during it. But I think this is one of those movies where when you see it, sometimes you can't, react to it right away because there's a lot of stuff happening and a lot of it is big like really really big stuff that changes the course of of um you know direction for the mcu and these mm -hmm. characters so like i said when i saw the first time i saw it i didn't cry uh I, I didn't get choked up during the movie it was only later once i had like processed it and it all set in like oh this is the end of tony when i was that's when i started getting choked up and tearing up yeah so that could be the case for a lot of people where you just you just can't react to it yet. You need a moment. Sure. Okay. Um, all right. So I think we're going to handle it this way. Instead of going through it chronologically through the movie, I think I'm going to kind of go one by one and tell me well, – we'll go through it a few times. Uh, the moments for you, like this happened and you're, you're psyched or that kind of thing, you know, these certain things. If you want to go in order, that's fine. Uh, I think that will be easier um, instead of just retelling the story and then reacting that way. Uh, that's kind of boring, um, especially for <laughs> especially for people listening. Uh, so um, I have my list here. I'm not going to start. Um, I'll start with Kyle. Uh, you know, any part of the movie, something you reacted to that you really enjoyed or really liked or something that really grabbed you? Two scenes, and they both involve Captain America. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, said, I said one, but all right, go ahead. Take two right I'm away. So, I'm so, I can't really choose between those <laughs> That's two. Fine. We're, I said we're going to go around a couple times. Okay, you have well, to pick fine. your favorite and oh, start favorite? with that one, Kyle. All right. <laughs> I didn't fine. say that. Laura, too, you have to pick your favorite. I know wow. you like to choose between your favorites. <laughs> oh, I hate doing that. <laughs> <laughs> fine. Fine. My, my most, I guess the best part for me was when Cap finally said, even though they were already all there, Avengers Assemble. Because mm. it's it was teased in Age of Ultron, and it's it's a key phrase that Cap, Iron Man, Thor, one of those three have said in the comics, but it just never said in the MCU. And the fact that he finally said it, just, I, it was a little like, like, okay, you, you hit the home run, you can finally say it. Uh, and so it was, it was earned, I think. Oh, Even yeah. though everyone was there when he said assemble. So it was kind of like, well, okay, we're all here, dude. <laughs> but I still like that. <laughs> Well, that's, I think that's where the earning was because they were right. all there uh, in the screen uh, at one time. One one place right. at one time. So, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, Novin, what about you? Um, I think one of my favorite scenes is probably when uh, uh, when Ant-Man realized that his daughter was still alive 
and then he got a chance to see her all grown up and everything. I love that part. Yeah, he just left his little wagon at the graveyard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, that was totally <laughs> fine with me. He found out that he was actually one of the ones who was supposedly banished, but he was still there. And then he like ran to his daughter to see if she was still alive, and she was, and she was grown up, and like. I don't know. I just thought that was really cool. Yeah. I, I really like that. Anything that has like to do with like actual family, mm-hmm. uh, that gets me kind of choked up too. Cause I'm super close with my family where we, and maybe Johnny can answer this best since he's seen it three times. Were we led to believe that she kind of raised herself at that point? Like Cassie was alone. There's no mention of it and no, it doesn't, it's not addressed in any way. Okay. Um, so, I mean, you could, and I think that that's smart. They haven't said definitively even whether or not, um, his, uh, his ex-wife and her husband are still around. Yeah. So they can tell kind of whatever story they want to tell in the, in the next movie. I kind of was like watching him progress through the names, you know, when he's looking, cause I, he went to the D's for Van Dyne, I'm guessing. Um, I think he was, I think he started on the L's. Right. And he then started he went, on the L's and then went to the other side, and the other side were D's, so he yeah. was just kind of searching anywhere. It did seem like it took him I a think. long time to find Lang. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. So, I, yeah, I don't know. It was tough to assume. But, yeah, that's that's a great moment. Anything at the beginning with, with, uh, with Scott was fantastic. Uh, Johnny, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say the same thing Novin did the the moment when uh, when oh when my Ant- bad. <laughs> oh, no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. If you're no, that's awesome. I, you know, I've, I've said a, a million times Ant-Man's my favorite uh, Marvel character and uh, I love Scott Lang. And, and uh, you know, I'm also a single dad. So that those stories always hit a little bit closer to home for me because, um, you know, I feel so much more uh, connected and invested in these characters. So that moment when he finds her, I think that was played really well. And um and I, I felt so much relief, too, mm-hmm. when he found her. I was like, yeah. oh, thank God. How, <laughs> how old do we think she was there? Like 15? Uh, maybe like 16. 16. Yeah, I was going to say 16 yeah. or 17, maybe. Yeah. 17 would be a stretch, but yeah. probably 16 is my guess. Yeah. I don't know. She always seemed younger, but I guess maybe that little girl was, was older. She could have. Yeah. Yeah. She could have been 10 or 10 11. 11. Yeah. 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 I look at my niece. She's eleven. It's about yeah. It's about the same. Um, she was tall. She was when I saw her. I was like, yeah. At, at, first, <laughs> at first, I thought she looks much older than sixteen or seventeen. Yeah, but right. I'm like, well, I, she, she... I trust the filmmakers enough to yeah. you know that they know what they're doing. So if the, if that's the actress and and uh, you know age range they want to they want to go for, then then do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lauren, my favorite moment. And I, you know, I would want to say Stephen Peggy, but really it was Cat Wilding Mjolnir. Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. the single most satisfying <laughs> moment I think I have ever seen in an MCU film. Because I loved Mjolnir. Like Mjolnir, I think, even more than Cap Shield, I think Mjolnir has always been my favorite kind of like tool or weapon. Mm-hmm. And when Hela destroyed it in Ragnarok, I was like, no. That did not happen. Like, where's the time stone? We got to rewind this. Like, you cannot harm Mjolnir. Um, like, I love how Darcy calls it Mew Mew in um, Thor of the Dark World. <laughs> right. like, I just, I love Mjolnir. There's something so, like, it has its own personality. And so it was like grieving the death of Mjolnir and Ragnarok. And I love Stormbreaker. I love that the handle is Groot's arm. Like, mm-hmm. that moment in Infinity War was so powerful. But part of me still always, like, missed Mjolnir. And so when Thor took it, you know, out yeah. of the time stream, I was like, 
can can he do that? Is he, is he allowed to do that? <laughs> and then, you know, they're fighting in the battle. And, like, the first time you watch it, you are you aren't thinking, who's alive? Who's on the field? Mm-hmm. Who's not? Like, the second time I watched it, I was like, oh, of course it's Captain America. No one else is behind Thor. Right. But the first time I watched it, I was like, oh, my God, who's going to catch Mjolnir? Who's going to catch Mjolnir? And my first thought was maybe Vision is back. And, like, that's how they're going to bring, you know, some people back. But when I saw it was Cap, oh, my God. I screamed. The whole theater screamed <laughs> the second night we saw it up, up in L.A. at the Dome. Like, it, it was it just so incredible. And then he starts swinging that thing like he knows how to use it. And he, li- you know, lights everybody up. And I just thought, oh, God, like, the girl I was sitting next to, my friend Prutha, she's like, this is too much. Like, <laughs> I can't handle what's happening right now. It was, <laughs> and I... it's true. Like, there were so many moments where you're like, oh, my God, did that like, did he just say Avengers Assemble? Does Cap have Mjolnir? There were so many moments like that, but for me, that was that was the top. I looked, there were a lot of dope shield hammer combos that he yeah, was right. going on. Yeah. I, I likened so it. Cool. Yeah, I referenced my friend. I'm like, it's like when you hand your friend a controller to Mortal Kombat who's never played it before, <laughs> and he's doing these combos like, I don't even know how to do that. What are you doing? <laughs> Stop button mashing. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like he's playing Capcom versus Marvel, and he's just like, or Marvel versus Capcom. I mean, he's just like, <laughs> doing a bunch of sick combos and you can't even get out of it. It's like, what do I do? <laughs> like, he's like he's summoned the Thor assist. During yeah. The break. Yeah, <laughs> right. Thor assist. yeah, it's not even fair. Um, yeah, that was that was fantastic. When he did the uppercut with Munir, like I was like, okay, all right, this is over. Like we're, we're done here. Uh, they did it, and he kept it. That's what's crazy. He kept it with him. Well, he took it yeah. back. I think he took it back. I think he put it back in its own uh, time stream. Yeah. When he oh, went that's back a good time. point. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. I thought yeah, that's, that's a great point. Because he thought... had it with him in that yeah. last little part. Uh, yeah. Oh, like right when he traveled to go put the stones back and then yeah. yep. he yeah. came yeah. back yeah. old. Okay. He had it with him. He didn't, yeah. he didn't have the hammer with him. That's he, right. I want all, th- all three times I was like, he's keeping it with He's just going to take it with him? Yeah. All right. <laughs> that's what I thought the first time. <laughs> yeah, I saw it okay. the second. That makes way more sense Yeah, he put it back. I saw it the second time and I'm like, oh yeah, he's got to take the stones back. He's probably putting the hammer back because otherwise Thor wouldn't have it in all those other instances. Yeah. Um, and then and I'm thinking, then I was thinking, I want to see the scenes where he has to inject uh, her with the with the, with the whatever the red stuff I forget the name of it. Like, I want to see the scene where he has to put the soul stone back and sees Red Skull again. That yeah, right. Oh, I didn't even think of that. How do you even do that? Oh dang! Is he gonna have to look over the edge and see Natasha's body there too? That would yeah. that would suck. Oof. That would be a cool. No, the, re- the Red Skull. The Red Skull cleaned like, your body uh, up. Mm-hmm. Captain America. Another Captain America movie of him putting the, the stones back. Yeah, like a Marvel, a, a Marvel one shot. Anything with it. Yeah. yeah, bring back the Marvel one shot just for that. Uh, that would be that would be rough. <laughs> <laughs> um, Maybe it'll be a DVD extra. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh, all right, for me, and then we're gonna go around again for another another moment. I I have a lot. Uh, there's lots to talk about. So if we don't get through it, I just got different stuff we can talk about. Um, Did we hear Ashley's? Oh, no, we didn't. You're right. You're right. Ashley, you're up. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I think probably my favorite moment was, um, Cap coming back from the past and being old and he lived his life. Cause like he's wanted that since day one. So it's just like, Oh, that broke my heart, but I was so happy for him. Like I was a mess. I mean, I was already a mess, but it just made me even more of a mess. Um, and that just like ending scene with him dancing with Peggy and the music. And then it like 
fades into the credits. I was like, that is like one way to end an entire series. Like, holy crap. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Real good way to cap off 22 movies with, yeah, for his character to kind of go full circle. Yeah, because it did kind of like, I know, like, yes, technically it started with Iron Man, or if we go chronologically, it did start with um, Thor, because however far back Thor went, but, or no, I guess Captain uh, Captain America, I mean, but yeah, I feel like that was just so powerful, because like, he just wanted one last dance with Peggy, and that was so long ago, and uh, I'm getting all teary-eyed, (laughs) y'all. All right, uh, so let me delete some things from my list because you guys took some, um, which is good. Okay, uh, I'm going to combine these two because they're Cap moments, and since we're going back around again. Okay, so Cap versus Cap was fantastic. Uh, watching, mm-hmm. kind of getting to see <laughs> That him. was amazing. Yeah, the moment he said I could do this all day, and he's like, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, it was fantastic. And then I'll just combine that with my next favorite when Cap said "Hail Hydra," I lost my mind. Oh, I was, oh, yeah, that was hilarious. That I was, was so brilliant. happy that made it to a Marvel movie. Just that because... elevator scene was incredible. Oh yes, everything about it was so like, just I'm like waiting for something to happen again, like just a throwback to an amazing scene in Winter Soldier, and then, and then for him to just drop a Hail Hydra was was so great. Um, I, I, yeah, I love that moment almost as much as, as Avengers assemble. Like I, I loved it that much. Um, so I'll go with those two. The cat versus cat fight though was, was so much fun to watch. Um, the hail Hydra moment is so interesting because I mean, a, just in general, that's the right way to play that scene. Right. Uh, but, but how incredible is it that the majority of people, at least that I've talked to and, and whoever viewed it, you know, that's me, that scene specifically are saying they preferred, two lines of dialogue or one line of dialogue, two words over mm-hmm. a big action elevator fight. Scene. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like that's incredible. That's, that's, you know, that they, they nailed the character and that's how, you know, they, to me, that's how you know that they nailed the movie and what this movie is about and, and what the fans really want, because that was, that's just smart. That was, that was incredibly smart to play it that way. And it, and it was, a, I, to me, it was, I it probably, I don't know if it was intentional or not a nod to the, you know, him actually doing that in the comic book when they did the, the whole story with uh, cap being Hydra and having his brain, you know, he was being forced or controlled into that situation recently. And that made such a big storm on the internet. I don't know, like two or three years ago. I don't know. I feel like they would have played it that way, whether, ago? whether the captain, captain America Hydra thing happened or not. That, no, no, that to I, me was right, just right. a genuine way to play that scene. Right. So I don't know that it's an homage to anything. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not. Just a subtle nod. Not, not like a. Yeah. yeah. Not nothing major. Like you know, he's actually you know nothing like that. No, I just thought it was a fun thing. But his smile after when he's walking off the elevator was great too. Yes. <clears throat> All right. Absolutely. All right. Back around. Does everybody else have more? Before I. I'm oh, there's so much to talk okay. about. Okay. All right. Good. Right. All right. There's, Amer- there, there, there's, there's America's there's... ass. America's well, ass. Hang on. Hang oh, on. Talk about America's ass. <laughs> there's America's ass, and then Doctor Strange uh, just signaling to Tony, just one. Oh, the one finger. The one finger, and just being like, "This is it." This is it. I think one of the parts for me too is uh, when they were just getting dominated by Thanos. And he's breaking Cap's shield. Oh. And then he oh. just pulls out his entire army. 
And he's like, what are you going to do now? I'm sitting there. I'm just like, oh, shit. Because at that point, yeah. you'd be like, you, you forget that they used the Infinity Stones to bring yes. everyone back. Right. So you're like, dude, they're in trouble now. There's no way they're getting out. They're going <laughs> to die right here, right it's, now again. It's, yeah. His whole army is here. And then, you know, you hear Sam in the background come come out. And then you're just like, so that was a cool part. But the moment before you hear Sam on the intercom is the moment where I'm just like, damn, dude. <laughs> right. <laughs> GG, dude. Thanos just like, this pulled is out how you're going to end it. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, was, I kept, I was, like, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> he just dominated all three of you by himself. And now he just pulled out his freaking like Fleet. he just pulled out his ragaki card from Yu-Gi-Oh and I was like oh that's it GG <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah and then you see Cap of course as he always does stand up and ready to go again and yeah. I'm like oh, where's Captain Marvel something's gotta happen here and yeah you're right <laughs> I completely forgot that the snap happened and I'm like where where yeah then they show up I'm like well duh alright that's a, yeah. another, another smart incredibly smart move on the film's part to have the snap happen you get a moment of oh my god it worked and then instantly we're in a fight big action yeah. explosions yeah. And stuff and it removes you from that moment and for you know for a lot of people you forget moment momentarily that it worked and that there are reinforcements somewhere mm-hmm. yeah exactly i think when you hear sam on the intercom like i looked at ashley i was like Oh yeah, they got it. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, and it took me a while to realize it was Sam, which is intentional, Sam. I know. But like I couldn't hear his voice and I'm like, who is talking like right now? Yeah, I was like, who is that? <laughs> yeah. Who's left to talk? Everyone's yeah. dead. Yeah, that Well, was... speaking of Sam, I'll 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 jump in here real quick and and jump place in line. I hope that's okay. Um I'm going to keep talking anyway, I guess. I can't, how can I how can I stop you? Sam field. That was validation to me i you thought know, that was awesome i'm so happy it was sam and not bucky yeah let's well, get really, it i'm the opposite yep i like i'm happy with sam but i was like sitting there i'm just like isn't it supposed to be bucky like that's his best friend from forever well like, it could be either in the comics bucky has it and then i think later sam has it i think bucky yeah. becomes captain america before sam does but here's the reason i think it's perfect that it's sam it's better that it's sam is because bucky we know that he was messed up and made mistakes and yada yada, but he hasn't really done anything that the rest of the world would be able to accept as the new Captain America. Yeah, it I can see that. Him. He's, that, was the, that was also the whole thing in the comics, too. Yeah, he had he had to fight against that and he had to prove himself in the comics and prove that he was worthy of it and yada yada. But he wasn't accepted at first. Um, I think Sam has been the most current captain america that wasn't steve rogers so there's mm-hmm. a little bit of that in there too like this is the one you might be more familiar with than when bucky was cap but sam since his first introduction has done nothing but prove that he's worthy of becoming the new captain america and it's one of the things i talked about when civil war came out and one of the i was i on this podcast when that came out i think it was right uh, i must have been i try to block out your appearances Oh wow! Okay, it was, it, it was it was me and Amelia. Uh, Excuse me, um, but uh, but one of the things that I was super happy about was that during that airport battle, Sam was calling a good amount of the shots. There, he was like saying, "Hey, we got to do this. You guys need to get out of here. We're not going to win this one." And then Clint's like, "Yeah, listen to Sam. He's the new Captain America soon." So <laughs> yeah, those were his so, exact words. Weird. How did we yeah, know exactly? Yeah. Well, I'm paraphrasing it, uh, you know, slightly, but but. Sam has done nothing but prove that he's worthy of becoming the new Captain America. And not only has Bucky not 
really, even though he wants to be a good guy, he's still done a lot of fucked up stuff um, that he has to atone for before he could be worthy of. It's like it's like Mjolnir, in my opinion. Uh, you know, the shield, you have to prove that you're worthy of it. And Sam has been the only one between the two that has. What a... Let's keep going here. Who else is okay with with this or would have liked to have gone a different way? I liked it. I was really stoked when I saw that. And I think, like, I think Bucky had a feeling, too. And he was, I think he also knew, like, Sam deserves this. So that's why he told Sam to, like, you know, go talk to him. Like, I I feel like I know what's coming. So I really liked that moment. And I think a lot of kids are going to be, like, you know, like they had that moment with Black Panther, like someone they could relate to, like, whoa, we have, you <clears throat> know, an African-American superhero. Yeah. But now we have, like, I can be Captain America. Like, oh, my gosh. I think that's going to be really cool for kids, um, you know, in like phase three, four, whatever coming up. Um, I think it's really cool. I'm super stoked to see what he does as Captain America. Yeah. That, the whole dialogue between him and Steve when he gets the shield was beautiful. Like uh, when he yes. when he when he says I'll do my best and Steve says that's why it's yours. Like right. oh, I was so yeah. happy. I thought I thought the reaction too was it doesn't feel like it's mine and he says well it is. And, yes. You know, or it doesn't yeah. belong to me. Yeah. Or somebody else's. Uh, yeah. And I really like that Sam looked at Bucky before he took the shield because Cap offered yeah. him yeah. the shield. And he's like, what? And then he looks at Bucky and then Bucky gives him a nod like, yeah, go ahead, man. It's yours. Like he agreed. Yeah, he totally agreed that this was the right yeah. choice. Yeah. So do you guys I think, think... Bu- hold on. Lauren. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead. I think Bucky really is going to like his like we haven't seen him do too much in the films yet. And mm-hmm. I you know, I think Sebastian Stan is signed up for a lot more films. I think he's going to become the new Black Widow, not in name or in persona, sure, but sure. in now Bucky has read in his ledger he's going to be this redeemable character Mm -hmm. and you know the way that cap kind of had to teach natasha in winter soldier about identity and honesty and truth and like figuring out who you are i think falcon is gonna like help bucky do that for himself and you know i I know a lot of people were disappointed about that choice because they love bucky so much Mm -hmm. but i don't think it's gonna take away from bucky in the way that is going to give, like you were saying, like people, like young people, like the excitement that they could be Captain America, especially like for representation and, mm-hmm. you know, people of color, like that is so inspirational. Like our next Captain America is black. <laughs> like that's a huge, <laughs> like that's a huge choice. And I think, yeah, you know, he's in the military, he's a soldier, you know, he has PTSD. He knows what it's like, you know, to fight a real war and to come home from that war. Like, all those things that Cap always embodied, I think Falcon really embodies. And like Bucky and Falcon are getting a TV show. Yeah. So yep, like, yeah. they're going to lean in real hard to that like relationship. And, you know, I think Falcon knows that like Bucky wants to prove himself even more now, like that his head is clear, you know, and that he's like fighting for the right side. But like Bucky was compromised. Like, he assassinated like it's like that line about loki uh he's adopted like he killed (laughs) a lot of people yeah um you know and i think people would want him to be captain america but i'm glad they made that choice i don't think this bucky like hand of hydra bucky could ever be captain america at least not right now right with the court of public opinion yeah that'd be yeah they couldn't especially after the sokovia stuff they couldn't trust him to be a leader 
right. um, of these people. Whereas, yeah, you're right, Falcon. And you know, I'll be I'll be honest. I didn't understand the importance of representation until maybe earlier last year, like just the importance of it. Um, like I understood it, but the importance of it, like with what we're seeing in media these days, with with women and with people of color. Like Falcon becoming Captain America is such a big deal um, to the to those people and those kids, and it's I I'm I'm so stoked by it. And then selfishly, um, to go off you know politically, uh, selfishly I like Bucky his own character and his own thing sort of I guess, um, and to have him be able to go off and do his own thing instead of following in Cap's foot and you know his you know his path. I like that idea. Not to say that Falcon is you know another. Steve Rogers because he's not he's gonna do it differently, but I kind of enjoy Bucky kind of doing his own thing, um, being his own character I guess so to speak. I don't know how I'm, how I'm explaining it the wrong way, but uh, I tend to do that. I, I, I get it. Yeah, you're nailing it, man. Keep going. Uh, no, I'm done. All right, that's it. We're done. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, I, I do have one last thing I want to say about it, which yeah. is uh, I have a pretty strong suspicion that, that that TV show that they're getting Falcon and Winter Soldier is going to be retitled Captain America and Winter Soldier. I think they're waiting for the spoilers to to die down a little bit for it to be okay to announce it. But yeah, when be. they announced Captain America 3 at the at that big event, they originally announced it under the title Captain America the Serpent Society. And then after the whole thing was over, then they showed a little clip of Age of Ultron and Kevin Feige came out and he was like, "Actually, you know, that Serpent of you know, Serpent Society thing is I don't know if that's the right title." And then they announced it's actually called Civil War. I think that it is one of those things they've done where they're like, look, this is coming, but we can't tell you the exact title yet because you don't know about Endgame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that would make sense. I would love that. Uh, yeah. To put a cap, <laughs> pun intended, ah! to, put a, <laughs> to put a cap on this conversation, I, I still, I know somebody else has mentioned it, but the on your left thing from the first time and till this last time was amazing. I, I love that moment. And mm-hmm. the callback was even more amazing. Uh, and and Sam is somebody from moment one in that movie, and Winter Soldier might still be my favorite MCU movie. Um, from the first time you meet Sam. It's mine, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great movie. Um, the moment you meet I mean, Sam. Sam even says, I do what he does, only slower. Right, right. Like, <laughs> like, I go where he goes. You know, if someone's shooting at him, they're shooting at me. Like, they've been leading up to this the whole time. Like, mm-hmm. if you yeah. re-listen to all of Sam's lines, it is obvious that, like, like you said, from day one in Winter Soldier, like, he has signed up to be cap's right hand guy like no matter what like Mm -hmm. if it throws him in jail if he loses you know the sokovia accords like he was willing to go back in time with him right exactly like like falcon is all in and bucky he didn't even know his name up until (laughs) you know (laughs) (laughs) he didn't damn i'm sleeping in wakanda like i love bucky and And he's only got stan but he's only got one real arm can you blame a guy who's been brainwashed (laughs) really you gotta unscramble those eggs get it together (laughs) (laughs) he needs he needs more therapy slap in the face yeah get it together the recalibration the the hawk i got in uh, <laughs> um yeah it took me you know what uh i kind of felt like they were there but i didn't realize it until i saw it the second time too so the on your left and again sam's leading the charge for these people coming back right he's the first one out flying out of the the tunnel mm-hmm. and, no, i thought black panther was 
Black Panther walked out first. Walked and then out, and then, yeah, Falcon went ahead. But he was. But like, you need that, right? You need right. That like it. It wouldn't have. It would have been epic, but it played better with with um, Shuri, Okoye, and mm-hmm. um, T'Challa walking out slowly and right. The mask coming down and yada. But I, what I did, already knew Sam was back. Right. What I didn't realize was that it was all the. Of course, I saw the Wakanda warriors, but then of course there was the Asgardian warriors from New Asgard, mm-hmm. and the Ravagers were all there too. And Howard the Duck. Ugh. <laughs> Wait yeah. for real. Yeah, yeah, for, for real, real. Howard the Duck there. was there. I I didn't see him. I just I've seen it on Jesus. Internet I definitely and... did not see it. <gasps> yeah, I didn't see it. I didn't. Read you don't it. see him do anything. Uh, no. But it's it's the scene where because I because I I didn't notice the first two times, but I I heard about it after, so I looked for it the third time, and it's when uh, Wasp reappears when she or you know when she expands. Which is that the right word? No, grows. <laughs> when she grows. When she expands. Uh, <laughs> when she expands. Are you? No, when wow. she grows, you can see Howard the Duck holding a gun, and oh, he's okay. like, you know like a, a few rows behind her. Gotcha. Oh my god. That's so cool. <laughs> um. <laughs> I uh, just throw this out there. And then I've got some qu- some like some maybe theoretical questions. Uh, we'll we'll see. Uh, I I loved every moment with Tony and his daughter. Mm-hmm. I thought that yeah. was great interactions, and I kind of felt like his time with with Nebula was like him being with a daughter too, uh, teaching her how to play the, the football game and kind of just being with her there. She's you know she doesn't know humans that well. Um, I like I like that that stuff too the the blue meanie. Um, okay, so here's a here's a loophole type question. The time travel we're gonna get into it in a second, Kyle. I promise, Kyle. Kyle, no, that's that's fine. It's my major Kyle, thing about this movie. Kyle's got handcuffs. <laughs> about I time. have a couple just of wrote like a thousand word article on time travel in this film, so <laughs> I'm I'm ready for this. Yeah, oh. yeah, Back to the Future is BS, but it's amazing BS. Um, Let's all pause and re- read that article before we get into this. Did you post <laughs> it? Is it posted? Yeah, I don't know. Did you publish it already, Laura? It's, it's, no, it's, I'm editing it. Okay. I actually, I didn't realize what you guys were saying about Mjolnir, so I actually need to put that in because I did have <laughs> like, a lo- like an unresolved loophole. Oh, there you go. so here's oh, thank then, you. Nice yeah. job. Just... Whoever mentioned that, who was that, Ashley? Or yeah, yeah, that I yeah. would take credit for that. Yeah, here. nice job. I think I Thank said you. it too, but you know, whatever. Well, we, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's okay. We could say no one contributed. Too. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Um, all right. So my the, the loophole I want to talk about it leads into Disney Plus because one character that's getting his own show, and we don't, we didn't really understand how was it going to be set in the past or. Uh, I guess now maybe we know we have a second Loki lurking around the MCU now, mm-hmm. and a second yep. and a second Tesseract. Yeah, I so. would say no. No. Yes, and I agree with. I would, did Lauren just say that? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes, I agree with Lauren because they went back to 1970 to steal the Tesseract from there. That was that was back further. That was back further, but yes. But then everything that they did. Again, Steve it, returned to the Tesseract in 1970. Right. Yeah. But then did they go back in time again? It what? Again, this is time tra- This is time travel. Why they needed to stick to one set of over overarching time travel rules. They did. I think everyone, they, they did. Everyone I, I think they knows. did. Like, best, like Back to the Future, Terminator, something. 
No. It sucks because then whatever, just go on, Dave. Please go on. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> where you're. Where I you're... think you might be looking for issues. With yeah, because it, it it's pretty when, straightforward. When you look at it overall, there, there, I have, and I'm sure I, we'll read Lauren's article about it. that that go along with two other characters, three other characters technically. Hang on, but I, go on. Hang on, Lauren. Lauren, explain why do you think there's no light? Yeah. Uh, okay. <clears throat> so, uh, based on what what Banner and Tony tried to establish in that first conversation, mm-hmm. is that time travel, as we experience it in Back to the Future, Twelve Monkeys, all these other things, is that time travel is like this river, and that like if you take something out of the river, like it, it will not continue to flow. Like time flows in this kind of linear direction. But <clears throat> what they were trying to say about this film is that if you change anything in the timeline, you create a new branch, Mm -hmm. which we could use a word like an alternative reality. And so, and the ancient one, she tried to explain this too. Every time you remove a stone from reality, you're creating like this new branch, right? So back to the future too. There was a, yeah, there was a new branch when Loki took that Tesseract. But as far as we know, Cap reset all the stones so presumably the one in the 1970 and the one in 2012 <clears throat> and he reset the mind stone. And so certain things technically didn't happen. Like Sitwell, as he knows, it has no memory of captain America ever saying Hail Hydra mm-hmm. because cap put the stone back the second it was taken. So like Steve has that memory because he lived that, but that branch technically never branched off. So that like Loki, that branch never went off. Like the, branch where Mjolnir didn't exist. If he put Mjolnir back, that never went off. Frigga never had that conversation with Thor. Thor remembers it because that was his past. That's Mm -hmm. what Bruce was trying to say about his future being his past. So like, as far as we know, everything played out exactly as it did in the original films because Steve went back and reset everything. That's how I understand it. I could be totally wrong. No, that's, that's how I understood it. And I just didn't really kind of see how it would fit with the Loki thing. But that, that makes a lot of sense. So Steve technically would have had to gone back and kind of do away with that. Right. Because right, if like if if he didn't reset <clears throat> that and Loki was like running around with this like the Tesseract, mm-hmm. then everything that happened in the Dark World with Loki didn't happen. Right. And then everything that happened with Loki in Ragnarok didn't happen. And I don't think they wanted to like wreck on any of their right. own films. Yeah. So Yeah, it's not we don't know what's gonna happen in his show. I mean, they haven't explained really any of that yet. Well, they could they could kind of explain it. He could go off, have one adventure, and that lasts the whole season long, and then we're done. And then he then he, then it's wiped out. And that was a joke. No. That was mostly a joke. That, but. Is... <laughs> well, that could work. I I wonder if he's going to be experiencing any issues because <clears throat> he is now existing. That that version of Loki is now in a new alternate reality, and maybe that's an ongoing theme in the in his show is that because because of what happened um and because he because he took the the tesseract when he wasn't supposed to there might be issues with that reality that he is either responsible for or um only he knows or or only he's aware of you know it could be a number of things but if it's a loki show then you're gonna have to pose him as either a hero or an anti-hero or, or it's it's just not going to play. That that's that's just what the Marvel that's what mm-hmm. Marvel does. You know, they don't they don't make these shows about the bad guys. They make them about the good guys. I think if I had it my way, I'd, I'd go back to the easiest explanation. I would just say it never happened, like Lauren's saying. It was kind of reset. But and then, then, 
that could work in his favor, though. Like, there is a reason why they made Loki take that stone. Mm-hmm. And it, yes, it was so that they would have to go back to the 70s. But it's possible that because he's a god, because he's ancient, because he has magic, that he is going to experience, like, the branch. And mm-hmm. maybe maybe that's, maybe that's that'll be the explainer for that. And, like, yeah, his show will be over when Cap put the stone back. Like, Ant-Man said in the Quantum Realm, time works differently. Yeah. So, like, the stone was only missing for a couple hours, a couple days before Cap reset it. But maybe for Loki, it was, like, years. Sure. And then all that's of a sudden, true, he got yeah. pulled back. That could work. Yeah. So I, I might not have followed two versions of the Tesseract of the... Oh, shoot. Is that the Space Stone? Yes. Two versions of the Space Stone were were taken out when they shouldn't have been. Right. That would have altered time. One in 2012. One in the, one in the 70s, one in 2012, yeah. right? Yeah. So Steve can go back and put the one back in the... In the uh, 70s. 70s. But that's not going to affect... I wouldn't... That would not affect uh, Loki's stone. <laughs> <laughs> no, because that's he. It, you know, everything that happened before happened still, leading up to that point. Um, but Steve would have to do something at that point to erase what they did in order to cause that stone to disappear with Loki. Mm-hmm. And that he'd have to essentially tell his uh, himself, like not the 2012 version of himself, but the version of himself that traveled back to 2012 the first time, and look at him and say, "We did it." Like, we don't need the stone anymore. Leave it in the suitcase. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, that's... Well, that, that's something we're not aware of. Right, that's right. That the movie didn't tell us. And, and I, I think, feel like right. they didn't tell us for a reason. Right, exactly. And they didn't tell us a lot of things. Like you said, we mm-hmm. didn't see any of the stones getting put back. We trust that they were, mm-hmm. but we don't know, how, like, how long did it take him to get to Vormir or Morag? You know, and how did he? It'd be how, great to see that happen. Right, and he just, yeah, I guess did he just quantum jumped all over the place? <laughs> yeah, he would have had to. Yeah. It'd be the only way for him to get to Morag and Bormir and and uh, Earth at different points Asgard. of time or Asgard. Asgard yeah. yeah, he had to have yeah. quantum tunnel there. So, all right, let's. Uh, I'm sorry, Kyle. Time travel problems you have? I, I, I think we've explained it. That was pretty, pretty clear. The river thing and. I, I think if you're trying to find holes in it, you can. But I'm curious to see what you say, Kyle, because I, my friend just mentioned one to me a couple days ago, and I've been stuck on it for days, and I can't get it out of my head. So it's not from Die Hard, is it? What? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so my I guess complaint would be, Nebula kills herself. Gamora is in the future. And Thanos dies in the future. Please so that, explain. They've made two. Now there are two <laughs> alternate timelines. There's one. So, where, there's, so, there's three. There's three timelines now. There's the main continuity. There's the one where Loki took the stone, and then there's the one where Thanos, Gamora. Well, did Gamora stay in the future? We're, I don't think we're as, ever. Told as, far, that. Our, as far as far as, as we're know. led, we're led to believe that she is because uh, Peter's looking for her on the ship. So we're led to believe it. Yes. Okay, and, and I think that's or, and that's what the the main focus or some of the main focus of Guardians Three is going to be is the search for Gamora, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. hopefully Thor is actually in that film because that would be awesome. That um, would be awesome. But yeah, but, I think, yeah, there you go, there you go, Kyle. So, we all so if it's a there are so three timelines now. So if it's a 
it's just a cop out. <laughs> what? They were supposed to okay, put so here's... They were supposed to put everything back to the way it was. And they that did. Being... They did. That essentially the exactly. thing Listen, except, won't be put stop, back. Stop, Kyle. Stop, stop. Lauren, go. Sorry. Okay. This was my biggest issue, too. So I was, like, thinking all weekend about the branches and, like, putting all the stones back. And I was like, but Thanos is in the future. You can't just take Thanos out of the timeline because then he never would have snapped in the first place, right? Mm -hmm. I'm assuming that's what your problem is with. That that and also uh, Nebula (laughs) killing herself. Right. Okay. So if Cap puts the Power Stone back on Morag before Nebula found it, then Thanos and Nebula never actually traveled to the future. This is this is why time travel in this film is like so different than all the other films. Because if Thanos technically never traveled to the future, then our first response is to say, well, then why did Tony die? But Thanos did not kill Tony. Tony used the stones. And I feel like the way that they made this work is that if you died by the stones, since the stones are outside of time, your death is permanent. It's like in Doctor Who, they explain it as a fixed point in time. Mm. So <clears throat> the Power Stone went back on Morag. Like everything that happened in the original Guardians movie <clears throat> still happened. Right. Nebula never killed herself, not really. Like she has that memory because the memories don't change. But technically, none of that happened. Thanos still snapped everybody on Titan and came to Earth and he still retired. And he technically died when Thor cut his head off. Like that's that's my interpretation of like how that timeline was restored, but the deaths that were caused by the stones still stood. Right. So Gamora, Black, Black Widow, Widow. Yep. Gamora, and um, Tony. I don't know if that fixes it. I don't know if that's like how it works. It's but... it's, it's probably going to be the best best one for me works for me <laughs> i think that makes the most sense yeah because in that yeah. scenario then you have two thanoses one again, that went to one that went to the future and then and died oh, and snapped. one that the well yeah but that so that one's in the regular continuity but but i wasn't counting him because he was already dead oh, um gotcha. but but we've got the one so okay well so then we have three we got the one that snapped and then got his head cut off one that traveled to the future and then one in that other and died and then one in that uh in that past where tone where uh, uh cap returned the stones and he never found out about the plan to stop him and things continued on as normal well that would be the same Wouldn't one that, that, that that'd, that'd be the same as in the continuity exactly that's the same one that snapped and also got his head cut off that's the same he becomes one. the same one but but at that point yeah. he's not the same one so, like, technically, future Thanos, like, the one who comes to the future, that's one of those, like, invisible branches. Right. But the branch, it's like, oh, what movie do they see that? I don't know if it's Doctor Strange. I watch a lot of time travel stuff. They talk <laughs> about this, like, the cement is still wet. What movie is that Oh, from? yeah. Um, I know Legends is something like that. Legends of Tomorrow, they're... They always talk about how um, time is not. Oh, set. and then it's we have right away. We have the legends of to- of <laughs> the legends expert Kyle questioning time travel when his own yes, show when his own show doesn't even make sense. And also with Flash, they have a specific set of rules. <laughs> no, they don't. No, they don't. <laughs> right. CW doesn't have a set rules of time travel. They do. They have a better set of rules than this movie. So, yeah, so like Thanos coming to the future, that's like one of those branches where like mm-hmm. the cement is really wet and you know, Thanos is making his mark across that cement. 
but it never set because Cap returned the stone to Morag. So to me, that that only really leaves one question of if that Thanos still becomes a Thanos who snaps, does that mean he's still through the Gamora that we know into Vormir? Which means, is Gamora still really dead? And is, are they not going to find her at all in the Third Guardians? Or did this future Gamora, like, did she pull herself out of that branch? Like, off the wet cement? And is she like, are we going to find her? Right. Like, I think that's an interesting question. Because obviously we want her back. Yeah. And we can't get Black Widow back, but maybe we can get Gamora back. And maybe they'll explain that in the third movie. I, I want the new Gamora. I th- yeah, I think it's an interesting story. I think story. she softened a little bit too much in Guardians. I like her being, uh, being like, breaking his fingers and kicking him in the balls. I like that version of Gamora. I think it's interesting mm-hmm. for that story, too, for them to be searching for this this new Gamora, the new old Gamora. Um and you know, having to deal with this different personality um, again, and you know, I don't know. We'll see. Um, and then they'll love each other again for the first time. Oh, maybe not. Though. I don't think so. I maybe don't think not. that's. Yeah, I don't think that's where they're going. Maybe not. I don't. I kind of hope not. Well, fine. Well, I maybe we'll I, get I'm the, the Star Lord and Kitty Pride. Yeah, there story. we go. Oh. That's that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> hey. That's not going to happen. It better. Well, let's talk about how this affects X-Men real quick. Actually, actually five, five minutes and then yeah, we'll move on. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I have a theory. X-Men. I have. I have. They're coming. <laughs> oh, Lord, they are coming. Hold on. I have an X-Men theory. I have an X-Men theory. Okay, so. Uh, Kevin Feige said, I don't know how long ago, that it might take about five years before the X-Men get introduced into the MCU, right? He, that Does anybody else remember that? Yeah. He said Didn't five. he recently say that? He said five, uh, maybe a month or two, within a month or two, yeah. Five years. And then, in this movie, we get a five-year jump. Coincidence? Yes. Mm-hmm. Nope. I don't think... I think, yes. I think they're not ready for X-Men yet. I don't know. I I think they'll plant seeds, but I don't think they're ready to say phase four. Here's our first X-Men movie. So so we're still going to see how Dark Phoenix does. (laughs) (laughs) We all know. Actually, I think we're on our own with this. Everybody I talk about Dark Phoenix is like, oh, I don't want to see this movie. I'm excited. All X-Men. I'm still going to see it. It just these trailers do not make it look good. I love Sophie Turner and yeah. Phoenix as a character, so like my little fangirl heart's real happy. <laughs> so wasn't she the Phoenix in the uh, X Men Apocalypse? Hmm? No, she just she displayed the Phoenix in X Men Apocalypse. Yeah, and so exhibited think... Phoenix like abilities. Right. Yes, and that's where it got the Phoenix's attention. Hmm. Is my guess. All right, I see how you're recounting this. <laughs> I like Phoenix and Jean Grey and Sophie Turner too, but I like them when they're all good. Okay, so you don't I like see, the Dark Phoenix part? No, he just doesn't like this movie. It's not even out yet. No, I didn't say I didn't like yeah, it. I yeah. said it doesn't look good, um, and it doesn't. The thing about the X-Men and Kevin Feige, I was mostly joking about because Feige said they have a five-year plan that they've been working on, and X-Men aren't in that plan yet, but uh, there's always a chance. I, I think the five-year thing and the five-year jump... I, I like to just hold on to that for hope because I don't, want, I don't want to wait five years, but I will if it's being done correctly. So mm-hmm. I will wait five years for my actual Gambit movie um, or Gambit in the X-Men as he's supposed to be and not uh, in a really bad Wolverine movie. Um, yeah, we never did get that Gambit movie. 
that we never going to. He's still trying. He's still trying. Channing Tatum is still working his butt off to get it made. Sure he is. Oh, I bet there's a pretty good chance he'll play Gambit, but I don't know that he's going to get his solo movie. Probably not. Um, okay. Maybe, yeah, I totally maybe forgot about that. <laughs> uh, Lauren, can you do anything to get that Gambit movie made? I don't know. You're out there in L.A. You know, if if I could cast Gambit, I would want it to be Josh Holloway from Lost. Ooh, see, I would I oh. totally agree. You know, That's he used he used to get good. asked while he was making because Lost he, that like thick, amazing New Orleans accent and that mm-hmm. swagger. Like people can have Channing Tatum. I just want Josh Holloway. And he used to get asked about it all the time on Lost, and he, that's why he said he didn't want to do it. He didn't want to play the Sawyer role forever. Um, <sighs> But now he's not doing anything. Exactly. Like, exactly. Come on, brother. Yeah. And I think yeah. he's. Uh, I think he's. I think he's too old to play the kind of gambit that they want to go for. Yeah. In these movies. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I agree. It's, it's sad. Uh, okay. Um. When? Okay. So I have just some questions, and we'll wrap up here. And you guys can, if you have more moments, I didn't. We didn't bring up yet. We can get to those too. But um, real fast. We here. still got another hour, Dave. Uh, well, I have a big question about some some funky time stuff that happened. Oh, yeah, we're still talking. Yeah, do it. Okay, so we know that there's a five year jump, but at the end and everything's got better. Blah blah blah. Happy ending. Peter goes back to school. Oh and yes, yes. Everyone seems to be in the same grade. Did the entire school get snapped? So I think some some of the students. Like, did school just stop for five years? (laughs) I don't think so. I think, I think, I think school, school went on, but for the kids that did get snapped, because they stayed the same age. So they're going back to the way things were in the same class. Um, so, so it's everyone just everyone that Peter knew right, got it, snapped. I think. I, I think so. I think we have. Well, to... the the only one we know about from this movie is Ned. Is Ned. Now, Ned, Ned far and from, from home the... shows all the other kids. Right. But w- do we know for certain that this takes place after Endgame? Because if it does, that's very convenient that all his friends got snapped. In this case, I think we can we think, can believe think... that Ned also got snapped. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they they've said that it takes place. That, yeah. It takes place right after Endgame, if I'm remembering the quotes right. Yeah, that's what, that's yeah, pretty that's convenient. What that all his friends are still the same age. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that because yeah. my friend brought that up, and I was like, "Wait a minute!" I, like my mind just got blown. I was like, "I, I like I couldn't stop thinking about it because I was trying to figure out a way to explain it." So I'm like, "Did like did Thanos snap by like school well. district? Like <laughs> <laughs> zip by zip code? By zip, uh, yeah, uh, Lauren. Lauren, you do you're... one public school and one private school to make it even. Right, like... <laughs> Lauren, you're our Stephen Hawking here. What what do you think? <laughs> I think just narratively, yeah, if who anyone that's going to be in Spider-Man Far From Home, we can safely assume was snapped. Okay. Yeah. I, I can um, get over that pretty Otherwise, quickly. they would have to mess with, like, the ages of kids. And, right. You know, I and think, like, narratively, that would just be too weird. Like, Which... Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I, like, I've seen the premiere, you know, no oh. spoilers. What? But, like, oh, the I, same I thing, you. like... They like they they had to wait to bring this show back, right? Because then otherwise the whole entire show would have been this super sad. Half the world is gone. You know, it's right. like they have to decide how to work in the snap, like with their narrative. And so I think like for both of these show, like for these movies on these shows, mm-hmm. like for Peter, everybody was snapped. Everybody's back. And I think Aunt May too. We can safely assume that she was snapped. 
Yeah. Look mm-hmm. like it. Because yeah, then I she'd be like so much oh, older. Yeah, like Marissa was at the funeral and she, you know, looked the same age. Mm-hmm. And oh my then God, she looks phenomenal. Like for Agents <laughs> of S.H.I.E.L.D., I don't think anybody was snapped in S.H.I.E.L.D. Because like we interviewed the cast about like what's happened over the last year and a half. And they were like, oh, they've all had time to deal with the changes and handle this and grieve this. So do you think they um, knew? I, do you think the cast knew about the, the, the five year jump being part of the narrative or they were just told we're going to jump a little bit ahead in time here? Actually, that's interesting because Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. picks up a year and a half after the snap. So mm. that actually doesn't work at all. So maybe are I, we getting a story that, that takes place that in between? I, would, I wouldn't mind seeing a story that takes place in between the five yeah. years. Wow. If, if that's now the case. I, like, I really want to email people uh, questions about this who work on the show. You, you get back to us. I didn't even us. realize that. <laughs> that's, there you go. Write it down. <laughs> Um, so then does that mean that far from home takes place in 2023 or yeah, 2023. 2023. Yeah. Uh, I believe so. Cause I, I could have sworn maybe Kyle can help me. I don't remember who said it, but they said it takes place right after Endgame. I thought, I thought the director or, or Kevin Feige said that it, it does. And, and even I was questioning it. Yeah. I'm so pretty, then yeah, Peter's graduating class would be like 2024, 20, 2025. Yeah. Cause he was a sophomore in homecoming, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So So that would make him like a junior. He's a junior this year, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honorary junior. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Junior. I you yeah. know to Or be... do they just go up to what they're supposed to be now? Well no, they didn't they didn't school. age. They didn't age. Yeah, they didn't no, 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 age. But in, the... in terms of in terms of the year. What do you mean? Like see like okay, it, the snap happened in twenty eighteen. It is now twenty twenty three. Do they go do they skip Junior, senior. No, no, they they stay as a. Why would they do that? That doesn't make sense. They're probably yeah, they because, they were, because they're something. not the graduating class of. Um, no, they they they. No, they'd have a new graduate. They'd have class. a new grad. Yeah, right, right. They didn't cool. learn anything in the. <laughs> like, I just looked it up. It was Amy Pascal who said it takes oh, place we, minutes oh, after Avengers. I don't know if we can so trust throw her. Throw that out the window. We can't. We can't. That woman doesn't know anything. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not gonna go that far, but yeah, I don't know if I trust no, her. No, I'm gonna. I stand by that. I don't know if I trust I, Amy. I don't. So trust that's something Amy to look for. Yeah. Far from home is like if you see a graduating class number, mm-hmm. if you see a date on a newspaper, it should say the summer of 2023. Yeah. Yeah. And if it doesn't, yeah. then they screwed up their continuity. <laughs> right. I don't right. know. I, I think if that happened to me, they would just be like, um, "All right, so we're just gonna put you in the next grade, and then uh, you're exactly. gonna take summer school." Yeah, you're still you're yeah. still in school, buddy. You got two more years. <laughs> what do you want to do? Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, I like, think. Hey, th- buddy. Thanks. Thanks for coming back. It's uh, it's been a little while. How you feeling? So, what do you want to do? <laughs> right. Now we're we're gonna we're gonna send you to Europe. So here's, so here's so five years of homework that you have to do. <laughs> Although the if what's interesting is doesn't the Michael Keaton character, the Vulture character, doesn't he get sentenced to prison at the end of Spider-Man Homecoming? <laughs> yeah, is he free now? He does. <laughs> is he free in what, five years? If he was in for five years and didn't get snapped, does that mean he's going to come back? That would be oh. cool. Oh, and yeah. And yeah what about what the happens in, to all the prisoners? The inmates that, didn't get, that, that <laughs> did get snapped, are they free? <laughs> does that count? Does sentence? anyone on death row, does that count as their execution? That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, like theological if question. a prisoner if a prisoner got snapped and then it was like they come back and it's like hey so um you didn't really serve your time right so <laughs> the, get back in the logistics of living living post snap uh it's, it's a headache man i don't want to deal with that paperwork 
<laughs> we're gonna work with you here. We're gonna take half. We're gonna take two and a half years off your sentence. <laughs> Just split the difference. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's let's keep moving here. We got a little bit more to cover here, and about three hours left in the show. Um. Nice. Okay. So where was I? Okay. Is there a moment before that actually happened that you realized Tony was gonna die in this movie? You know, we all kind of assumed that one, one or two or three of our favorites were gonna die. But leading from start to end of this movie was when was the moment you knew Tony was 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 done for? When he had a daughter. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yep. So with the moment they revealed the daughter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if we're looking at it narratively, I mean, I I had a pretty strong strong suspicion going in, like you said. I think a lot of people did, but when the movie foreshadowed it, I think was when you see that he's had a daughter, and he's got to have five years of of the kind of life that he was that he was wanting mm -hmm. you know i was really dumb when i uh saw that scene because like it was like a little tent i was like oh he's got like a little puppy or something and i like just, <laughs> just blinked i was like oh never mind it's he made himself plane. a robot daughter <laughs> yeah oh that's so sad oh hey come here he like had a nickname for her so like i i thought he was like calling the dog's name or something i was sure. like oh that's great he retired he whistled, out he's got he a whistled, hunting puppy and said chow time so i yeah think, I yeah think that's, that's fair for you to feel yeah better. that's fair yeah, but then he sat, he sat a in a little he sat in a little wooden chair outside of a tent mm -hmm. listen if i have a dog and i'm not in the wilderness <laughs> I'm gonna you're gonna get our dog a little a little wooden chair I'm gonna get the wooden chair for myself so I can sit down and play with the dog. Not for the yeah, it's One not that for the you don't fit in. It's not for the dog, Ashley. Come on. Yeah. That 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 chair was not meant for Tony. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Like, well, it I was... heard the chow time and he had like a little teddy bear. I thought that was the dog's toy. So oh instantly God. I'm just like, listen, I love dogs. I got excited. It was meant for Tony after he got saved from space, because look how small he was when he got out of space. Yeah. Oh, right. they made him look so malnourished. That was that was, yeah. It was a nice touch, that but was I didn't. Great. I didn't I even. Liked it. I didn't even yeah, think no, about it. Great. Yeah, it was a good touch. Uh, speaking of Tony, okay, could we see? Okay, we all know Tony. He's gone. He died, and it was very heroic, and it was sad, and the funeral was sad, and um, we got that moment with yes, that was the guy from Iron Man three. That was Harley Keener uh, at the funeral. Uh, the, the, kid, the kid, yeah, the kid, yeah, yep. the kid. Um, could we see Tony return as an AI figure like he did in the comics? yeah definitely they already showed that at the end shut up kyle um okay <laughs> kyle kyle if you don't, heard if you heard him if you heard him mumble he wants to see the scrolls real bad uh the scroll war I we'll see get the it scroll. we'll get it just calm down <laughs> this no. 22 series of films just <laughs> concluded and they're gonna start new ones so they'll get there you gotta to plant those seeds. You don't just you don't just start with scroll war. You gotta plant those Kyle, seeds like they did with Thanos. Kyle, you can't have the scroll war without. And am I right, Ashley? The X Men. Yep. Yep. See. Uh, Shut up, Kyle. Shut up, Kyle. Or Spider Woman. Someone get this man a Snickers. <laughs> I don't like Snickers. Uh, I think you need Spider Woman. Get him a Snickers anyway. Right. Yeah, you can have um, Spider Woman, and that'd be fine. You can. That'd be. Really easy we to got, do now. We got enough spider people right now. Uh, and uh, in, we've got one. In the yeah. animated world. The better one. What? Yeah, I threw it out there. I said it. Oh, that's fine. That's a great movie. <laughs> one of the best movies of the year. <laughs> it is a good movie. Okay. Uh, okay. The, the future of Iron Man as a character. Not Tony. Iron Man. Is it in Morgan? His daughter? Is it in Pepper? As, uh, what is that character's name? Uh, Rescue. 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 Excuse me. Thank you. Rescue. Uh, is it in Riri Williams as Ironheart? 
What do you guys, what do you guys, or is there nothing? What do you think? I really, I really hope there's a Riri Williams. I really do. I think that would be awesome. Okay. I hope for at least a while there's nothing. Sure. Same. Um, I think in order for Tony's death to have more impact, uh, you need to just let it be mm-hmm. for a while mm-hmm. before you introduce anything else, yeah. any sort of new character. I don't think Pepper it fits her character. Uh, I think she just lost her husband and she needs to focus on taking care of her daughter. And obviously the daughter's little. She's like, what, eight? Nine, seven, who knows? Five. 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 Even younger. So <laughs> it's not going to be her anytime soon. That would be incredible if she was eight. Yeah. No, it's not going to be her be anytime like Pepper. soon. Whoa, so. Pepper. Whoa. <laughs> what yeah, were you doing I, while I was in space? Where were you and Happy? I, <laughs> <laughs> oh, eating God. cheeseburgers. Damn. Oh, Kyle, too soon. Oh. Nope. Not soon enough. That was That was <laughs> incredible acting by Mr. Favreau. Um, yeah, that's a good point. And running Stark Industries too. Uh, she's gonna be doing that too. Um, right? Is she? Sure. Is it? She's the one writing. Thing? She's the one writing all the checks. But is she in Endgame, or is Stark Industries not a thing? Well, I mean, during the five years, it probably wasn't a thing because of the decimation. I, I disagree. I, I bet they relied heavily on Stark during those five years, especially her doing it. We're not told, so right. we're, yeah. we're left yeah. left to find out. I would, I would either make assumptions or find out on our on sure, our own sure. when the movies come out. I would tend to believe she kept it going because I think that she would see the world as needing their help. I would agree with that. Yeah. I think narratively that makes sense. Right, right. Um, but then she was waiting at uh, at the Avengers headquarters, so who knows? When Tony arrived, she was just there, so she might have just been there with friends. Or maybe she got a heads up. Hey, Captain Marvel found something. Come over to the compound. Well, they didn't know her then. They didn't or know Pepper? something entering the No, atmosphere. they didn't know Captain Marvel at that point. Yeah, they did. No, they didn't. So, yeah, yeah, it takes so place the after end... the end scene from Captain Marvel. Yeah. You're right. Sorry. I blanked out for a second. You're right. Oh, wait, wait. <laughs> Say that one more time. I said you're right. <laughs> what? Kyle. Kyle, you're right. Oh, thank you. Yep. About time. Wow. <laughs> Um, all right. Uh, any, any input here, Lauren, about a future Iron Man character? I think, I think we could definitely see Tony as an AI. I think Mm -hmm. Robert Downey Jr. is probably always keen to come back. I think he'll take a break for a while because these movies have essentially taken up like the last 10 or so years of his life (laughs) in terms of like iron people. I think Spider-Man is the closest thing we have to, like an Iron Man like protege mm-hmm. because Peter's really smart. He's really intelligent. You know, Tony built him the suit. He has the Iron Spider suit. You know, they have those really emotional moments together in both films. So I think, I think Spider-Man's kind of like the de facto Iron person for now. Sure. But, you know, they introduced Rescue for a reason. And the first time I watched endgame i did not realize why little morgan had a blue iron man helmet on like <laughs> didn't like cross my mind at all and then sure. when i rewatch it i was like oh my god she has pepper's helmet on <laughs> um and like speaking of like favorite moments in the film seeing pepper in the suit mm-hmm. kicking ass with all the ladies in that like final battle was oh. just yeah so satisfying so satisfying but like as for Riri, 
I don't, I don't think we're quite there yet. Like I know a lot of people want Riri now and they mm-hmm. want Kamala Khan now, but like we just got Captain Marvel. Right. So like give us a couple films and then maybe introduce Kamala. And so, you know, I think that like the MCU is going to be around for probably the rest of our lifetimes. Like I'm not in a rush for new characters because we're like, they're going to paste them in when they want to. So here's, I think we'll see Riri down the line, but not for a while. Speaking speaking of our lifetimes, here's where I am. As a kid growing up and not having, and I'll, I'll say this because I'm probably the oldest person in this conversation. Just looking around. Yes. Um, I grew up with like, okay, so I had Christopher Reeve's Superman. I wasn't born yet when that came out, but I had that in you know my VHS collection to watch. Um, and then I had Michael Keaton's Batman. And then later I would have, some really bad Batman movies. And then I would have, but of course it's all I had. So I loved it. And then I got blade and I'm like, Whoa, wait a minute. This is different. They can do, they can do some cool stuff with comic book movies. And now I've lived 10 years of my life with these 22 movies or is it 23 with Endgame? Anyway. Um, 22, 22. Thank you. Um, and I, you know, whatever they're doing in DC, whatever that is. Um, and it's just, I could die to, I'm not, I don't plan to, but I could die tomorrow and just be so happy with the content I've gotten from these books that gave me so much joy as a kid uh, to see them in the movies. And this is kind of my love letter to the MCU because not, this isn't a goodbye to the MCU, but it's a goodbye to this chapter of the MCU. And a lot of these characters, I don't think we're going to see again. Not, not more than half, but still a good portion. We're probably not going to see in movies anymore. Like, I, I don't know if we'll see Pepper again. Um, I don't, you know, there's certain things there. I don't, I, you know, I'm all right. I'm I'm going to go off on too far of a tangent here, <laughs> but uh, all that to say, the future there's so much time left for this this MCU to even get bigger, if possible. Um, that I'm with Novin, where I think the Iron character should go away for a little while, um, let it kind of rest with Tony, and then I just for whatever reason, I feel like the, the, the appearance of Harley Keener at the Memorial is important somehow. Cause it seemed just kind of out of nowhere. And people who saw the movie didn't know who that was. Um, because he'd grown up, he's, he's a different looking guy now. Um, so maybe he'll play a role in the iron future at some point. It was really it, where I was going. Possible. Yeah. Um, what about the rest of the future for the Marvel universe as far as Cassie Lang? I'll let Johnny go on with that. Oh, I have a, I have a quick question. Oh, of course you do. Th- Thunderbolt Ross was at the funeral. Sure. Mm-hmm. So what about the Sokovia Accords? What about them? Been... Are they, not, are they all now null and void? I think, I think we're going to find out as the movies yeah, progress. Yeah, I we, think because... You know. Because technically, there's a lot of people who should be under arrest. Yeah, I don't think he's going to arrest the people that saved the planet. Well, Especially if he was one of the ones snapped. Well, well, nothing, Kyle. Or, or no, 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 not snapped. If, right. he is, if he existed during that time and then the Avengers came back and saved everyone, I think he's more inclined to not not try to progress. Well, I mean, wasn't that the whole thing about Civil War? By... Again, Kyle. Uh, Kyle, they just saved half the universe. Yeah, but they've saved the planet. Okay, Kyle, Kyle, half, I, no, no, I, I half it, the universe just... is more than the planet. <laughs> like, I, I think, I think, I think, like, I think Lauren said it, it's, it's toast. I, 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 I know, but I'm just, it's just, there's little things in the 
in the in this universe that they, that they're trying to retcon. I think that's not a retcon. That story yes. happened. That story that's happened, that. and it's over. I think Thunderbolt Ross's presence at the funeral this proves is gonna go. Yeah. that he learned his lesson about the Sokovia Accords. Yes, because right. the Sokovia Accords were totally manipulated by Baron Zemo anyway. Mm-hmm. And you know, for Thunderbolt Ross not to see that, and then to see everyone at that funeral unified, like people who were fighting and people who were on opposite sides, right? Like coming together because of this i think ross was like you know what maybe their hands are the best hands right for us to be in and like specifically tony's hand with the gauntlet gems like that was the best hand for like literally actually it was hulk's hand first but you know like literally the avengers hands are the best hands for the universe to be in and I think that's why they included Ross at the funeral, right? Because he didn't have to be there, and I think that proves that, like, in the previous, he time, learned yeah. he learned his lesson. Like, you can't put a leash on people that literally have the world's and the universe's best interest in mind. But like, what the government is going to look like after the snap, and like the role of the Avengers, I think hopefully is explored. And if Falcon is a leader now, because like I would say, like Hawkeye, Falcon. Hulk are probably the leaders. Um, they kind of have to figure out like what's next. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, just, I would I say just I would say as a right like, because because Ross talk. Ross was there. Yeah. Ross was there in Infinity War, right? He was he was there as a hologram talking to Rhodey, mm-hmm. and so to go from that and then to Endgame being at the funeral, I think that shows. Yeah, he he has he's you know kind of realized he was wrong. It's kind of. What Lauren was saying, I was, was exactly where I was going to go. Yeah, I just I just wanted to put it on the table, see what people thought. That's all. Sure, sure. Yeah, it's a sorry, good, I, it's a good sorry question. If I, sorry if I didn't mean to really. Okay, so back it. to back to what I asked Johnny. Uh, Ka- you're, Ka- you're fine, Kyle. Cassie Lang. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm actually Johnny. Oh. <laughs> go ahead. Johnny, Cassie Lang, go. Uh, Scott Lang's daughter. <laughs> that's our show this week thanks for listening <laughs> grows grows up to be uh, she, she grows, grows up, up to be, be stature um it, who is a, a, a shrinking and growing person like uh like her like her father in fact in the, in the comics it becomes a um a meta thing if i remember correctly that uh that she kind of uh, she doesn't need the technology in order to shrink and grow. Like I don't genes. think at first. At first she does, and then later on it it develops into a meta thing. Hmm. Um, but uh, I I think I think that them aging her up is a sign that they have uh, plans for her, unless their goal was only to have that reuniting moment of uh, Scott and Cassie when he gets out of the quantum realm. So if that's their only, if that was their only goal was to get some, some emotion out of it, then that's, then that's fine. But my guess is that they have already thought about all the, you know, all the options and all the opportunities that they would have. And I think that the Ant-Man franchise is going to continue. I think we're going to get a three. I think he's going to be far more integral to the Marvel universe than, than he's been before. Um, you know, all those characters, him and, and Hope and um, Janet and Hank and Cassie, I think they're all going to play really important roles moving forward. And so I definitely think that there's a chance or an opportunity for Cassie and maybe a potential re-re- 
uh, Williams and a potential Miles Morales and a potential, you know, any other younger <clears throat> set of heroes to come along and form their own team and have their own, you know, what, what are they called? Young Avengers or something? Yeah. Yep. Right. Yeah. Um, I think that there's uh, th- there's a lot of options and I would love to see Cassie become stature. I sure. think that would be that would be awesome. I really, really like Cassie. Um, I hope they don't do the storyline where her dad dies. That would suck because (laughs) he's my favorite. Sure. Uh, But, uh, but yeah, I, I would love this. I'd love to see stature and I'd love to see like, uh, who's the other one? Who's the, um, uh, the one that becomes Captain Marvel. She was the girl, the the kid in Captain Marvel. Kamala. No, 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 not Kamala. Well, Kamala, yes, I'd like to see Kamala, but the other one, she becomes like Phasar or no, uh, Monica something. Monica Rambo 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 yeah. Rambo we could see her photon and, and I, photon. 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 That's photon that's it photon. yeah photon what did I say quasar phazon Phase, phazon I think <laughs> oh that Don- was pretty close then Donald Donald phazon um, yes <laughs> she becomes photon that's right um you know there's there, there's a lot of uh, a lot of opportunities for the child the, the child or the young um generation to sure. you've got to start stepping up Hawkeye's daughter too uh that's what I was gonna say right yeah. And he calls her Hawkeye. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I think we kind of forget a lot, too. <clears throat> I, I can't remember who. I, I think uh, it was uh, Lauren who mentioned it. But, I mean, Spider-Man's still just a kid. We, we only got one Spider-Man movie. And, like, he, he's going to be a, a huge, like, who does not love Tom Holland right now as Spider-Man? He's going <laughs> right. to be such a huge integral part moving forward. For sure. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, Spider-Man is going to be one of the big ones. Black Panther, moving forward, is going to be one of the big ones. Guardians. Yeah. You so know, like the three um, big ones I can think of right now, where those franchises was, are going to be the tentpole ones. I thought this was pretty interesting. I think so far, as far as uh, Rotten Tomatoes goes, I think Black Panther actually has a better uh, rating than Endgame does right now. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Hmm. Yeah, I but like I think that makes more two sense. Totally different movies. If you yeah. think about it, yeah. Well, well yeah, I mean, Black Panther was Lion King. Gotta... Who doesn't love Lion King? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> well, I guess we'll find out in June or July when the movie comes out. When yeah. Lion King movie comes out, yeah. Yeah, I'm actually excited for that. I'm, like, I'm really excited for that. I'm. I should have bought my Aladdin tickets today. I'm more excited for Aladdin. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Well, Aladdin. I'm not... Yeah. I'm I'm excited yeah. for both, but Aladdin's my movie. That's when I was a kid. It looks it looks everything looks great except for Will Smith uh, so far. What? <laughs> Will Smith looks awesome. All right. Uh, I don't All know right. if I can go that far. All right, let me read. So we're gonna pause the end game conversation nope, so nope. we can talk in depth about. <laughs> nope, no nope, problem. Mind, Dave, nope. Sorry, I do mind. I do mind. We're oh. we're moving forward. Uh, oh, we, we do. Okay. We, we kind of already touched on it, but I will jump back to it. The likelihood that we'll see a kind of probably not with this name, but an A Force movie in the future, um, uh, the the all ladies led Avengers team. That would be well, cool. That my other thought was, would we get a Civil War two? Because I know it was with Captain Marvel and Iron Man. Mm-hmm. So will we see it with maybe a different character, or will they just be like, no, we already had one Civil War, we don't need another one with Carol. <laughs> Well, we needed humans for that, and they kind of don't like the Inhumans in the Marvel in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, I don't want more. I'm done with Inhumans. I'm done. I yeah, liked, they kind of screwed that up. I liked the Inhumans show. I didn't like what 
kind of happened with them on the Agents of Shield show. Um, I don't know. I I've kind of run my 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 live action Inhuman run. I don't know. I'm losing. losing. To, to to answer what was posed, I don't think we're going to get a Civil War too. I don't think there's. I a didn't need. think so either. But it was like. Yeah, sure. it was something I did think of randomly because I did also think of A Force. Yeah, I would love an A Force movie. That'd be amazing. That would be so cool with uh, Scarlet Witch and Wasp and all of them. No, maybe not Gamora and Nebula because they're space people. Why would they come to Earth to have a an adventure unless it took place in space? But all the all the Earthbound female uh, heroes, mm-hmm. fucking put them together and put them against some guy or some woman. <laughs> Or some people. Or some people. Or some aliens. What if it's the female version of Loki? That is would that be too awesome. hokey? Is that too hokey? Or Enchantress? Ooh! Hell yeah, I'd love to see Enchantress. They've teased Enchantress for a while. Kind of like the Easter eggs. Mm-hmm. No Scourge, though. No Scourge. No. I think an A Force movie could work, mm-hmm. but you would definitely need the narrative to to work for why, like yeah. for the to explain the absence of all the male heroes. So maybe someone comes and like kidnaps all the male heroes, or brainwashes them, or if it's an enchantress type character, like seduces them and leads them all astray. I don't know, but you would need like a good reason for all the women to be front and center, and I, I would love mm-hmm. to see it. Um, I also thought it was really interesting. You know, I've been like reading a lot, watching a lot of interviews with um, Brie Larson and her talking about how she filmed Endgame before Captain Marvel, which is why, you know, her personality was a little different. Her look was a little different. I thought it was interesting because like she was in Endgame, but not really. Mm -hmm. She was kind of only in those like two scenes when she needed to fly the ship and then when she needed to blow up the other ship. And I, I thought it was interesting how like someone gives her shade. I think it's Rocket or someone like. You know, well, where have you been? It's uh, tries to It's Rhodey. And she tries to explain, well, like, you know, you guys are just here for Earth. And, like, that's great that Earth has you. But I'm trying to take care of a lot of other planets. And so I know that people are, like, psyched to see Captain Marvel join the Avengers. But I don't think it's going to happen for a while. Because she is meant to be in outer space. Mm -hmm. And, like, her storylines are so much bigger and so much more cosmic than just to come replace Captain America as, like, the leader of the Avengers on Earth. Like, that's not her place. Like, not really. She's, like, she was American and she was human, but, like, her powers are so expansive that I'm kind of glad that, like, in Captain Marvel 2, it'll probably be another space-set story, but maybe, like, the way that Thor is kind of teaming up with the Guardians, maybe we'll get a few Avengers that can go to space, Mm -hmm. like, go with her, but... I don't know if we'll see her suiting up with the team just as like an Earth-based story for a while. I think that's a little too small for her. And, yeah, Maybe she... we'll get it when they bring in um, Galactus at some point. Yeah, or like something with mm. the Eternals because we don't know yet when that will take place. Mm-hmm. 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 She even, I mean, she even mentions it when she's meeting with Black Widow or Natasha that she's going to be gone for a while. And yeah, that's kind of explaining yeah. why that like. She's not even there for the Thanos fight until the very end. Also, can we talk about that new outfit and hair? <laughs> the hair. Oh, yes. The hair. Please. Thank you. Yeah. Oh. oh, my God. She looks I, amazing. 
she really does. Like, I liked her, you know, Captain Marvel outfit. And I was like, yeah, like, as a cosplayer, I'm like, well, everyone's doing it. Everyone wants to have long blonde hair and be a superhero. And then I saw with, like, the short hair and this, like, more blue-hued outfit. I'm just like, oh, my God, I'm in love. (laughs) (laughs) I love when Thanos punches her in the face and she doesn't move. Just does nothing. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. The 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 look on his face, too. Like, what the fuck? The wrestling term is no sells it. Like nothing, nothing <laughs> happens. And uh, yeah, yeah, it was great when she kind of turned on him too, and she's pushing him down. And yeah, that was such yeah. such an awesome moment. I think there are a lot of a lot of female forward stories that they have room to tell. Like I think there's a lot to say with Okoye and just how powerful she is, and whether she stays in Wakanda to you know work with Black Panther or we get her on some missions. You know, I can easily see the Avengers calling her and being like, Okay, we need you for, you know, this problem. Can you leave Wakanda? I think there's a lot to be said about Scarlet Witch, especially in that last scene in oh, Infinity yeah. War, when mm. she was holding back Thanos with one hand and destroying the, like, what was it, the Mind Stone with, mm-hmm. you know, with the other hand. Like, we've seen glimpses of these kind of secondary characters, and now that some primary characters are out of the way, I'm really excited to see where they take like my mom and I were talking yesterday like where does Black Panther go in the second film does someone just invade Wakanda again and we just kind of (laughs) do Killmonger over again you know is it going to be more of an Avengers based story with like a Wakanda as a a player on the world stage like I'd be curious to hear what you guys would want to see like in phase four and five Kyle Yeah, I'm here. Secret invasion? <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah. I, <clears throat> well, I'm try- well, I would love. I mean, I would love to have like maybe a secret war happen, but that that's a lot of characters um, that they still haven't introduced to be brought in. Um, trying to th- trying to think of what else that really happened. I mean, Avengers disassembled it was was a great storyline as well. The like just the breaking of the psyche of Scarlet Witch, and then the the death of Hawkeye and Ant Man. Um, I mean, that would be very emotional for everyone because we just saw that these characters come back, and then they're now they're dead. But then you would have um, people like Clint's daughter and Cassie to take to take their spots too. And then, uh, just the whole couple of years between Avengers Disassembled and um, Siege in in the Marvel comics are a great, or were, were a whole bunch of great stories that I would love to see on the big screen. It's probably not going to happen because I never get my way and such. Right, Dave? Is that right? I don't want you to get your way in this this case. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's what I think. That's what I would love to see. So a couple of big, a couple of big Marvel um, uh, events adapted to to because I mean, I mean the death, the death of Captain America can't happen because, well, I mean it could happen with with the role of Falcon or Cap Falcon, uh, or somebody kills old Steve Trevor. Well, that would be uh, crossing the streams on that one, Johnny. Steve Rogers. What did I say, Trevor? Said Steve Trevor. Trevor. No, Steve Rogers. You said Steve Trevor. No, Steve Rogers. He's Captain America, Kyle. I don't. Okay, Johnny. You watch the movies, Kyle? 
I don't understand. Johnny, quick, what do you want? A quick Google search would tell you all you need to know about Steve Trevor if you want to know about Steve Trevor, but we're talking about Steve Rogers. Sweet. What do you want, Johnny? <laughs> I want to pass for a bit because I know I've talked a lot. So I, I want to hear what like Novin and, and Ashley want to see. Oh, gosh. I totally just lost my train of thought on that Steve Trevor, Steve Rogers thing. <laughs> We're That's talking cool. about Steve Rogers. Steve Trevor is... Okay, look. Steve Trevor I, is Wonder Woman. It's a DC property. They could cross over, but it's unlikely. Um, but Steve Rogers is Captain America. So let's... If, you, if we sorry. could, let's stay in the Marvel Universe. I'll do my best. Okay, thanks. <laughs> uh, so, wait. We're just talking about, like, the future of Steve Rogers. Uh, no, like... just the future of phase, you know, the phases four and five, where you'd like to see them. Oh, in. yeah, yeah. I mean, I definitely I definitely want to see like like young younger Avengers coming up, some new characters. Um, the thing is, like I was I so loved into the Spider-Verse and there's like no way they can incorporate that because <laughs> I just want to see Spider-Gwen. <laughs> right. That's all I want. But I also want to see Gwenpool, and that will probably not happen in my lifetime. Um, or ever. I think I kind of brought it up earlier with, like, maybe it's a possibility since Steve is going back to 1970 to put the uh, one of the stones back. That might be a point of where he starts, like, a Young Avengers. Um, or he just sits through with, uh, with S.H.I.E.L.D., you know, and he actually prevents it from being Hydra. But he can't do that because that would change the timeline. Yeah, really? he can't involve uh, himself yeah. in anything. He pretty much has to be a stay-at-home husband. Or would you like just to see some alternate, alternate reality, alternate timeline stories happen? Uh, you mean like be pretty cool, like in a what-if show that could be on Disney Plus? And that's animated. Yes, I don't. Well, I don't really want to see. That? Re- yeah, they are. They are. <laughs> yeah, they are. Doing yeah. I don't want to see alternate realities in the films. I want to just stick to this continuity. Um, yeah, that's, I don't know. That's tough. If he can't do anything, then it's like. Well, technically, what kind of technically is do? doing stuff. He, it's just another version of him. But he can't but do anything to interfere with, with the timeline. Time well yeah, he can't affect the future. No, I'm I'm saying he can't, but he can just sit. But he's but there's technically a version of Captain America that's already doing this. So in a sense, he's taking. He is. Never mind. Yeah, I don't know where you're going. I know what I, I know what I'm saying. There's there's a version of there's there's young Steve doing all the events that he's done, and there's a version of old Steve that's just sitting back and relaxing. In the same timeline. As of 2012, when he. No, when he gets unfrozen in 2012, then there's two. Yeah. The interesting the one... thing is that Peggy just has to lie to everyone, and then people say, like, oh, why does your husband look like Steve Rogers? Right, well, right. No, I She's think... like, I just, I have a type. Like, yeah, right. Didn't they, they, they just have to pretend. Didn't they kind of talk about that in, um, oh, my God, in, was it Civil War where she passed away? Uh, yeah. She passed away in Civil War, yeah, yeah but they talked about it in Winter Soldier. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, because they kind of talk about it and like, oh, well, like her husband and blah, 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 and kids. And I, it's been a while since I've watched it. But but what if yeah. her husband has been Steve the whole time? The whole time, right. Because <laughs> they never show his face. So wait, and wait, wait. Does hold on. That, that Captain America saved her husband during the war. That's the only hint we get as to who her husband <laughs> but is. But what about, what, I mean, what about Sharon? Not what about, she's not wrong. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. What about Sharon Carter? What was she to, to Peggy? 
She uh, was uh, Peggy's Peggy. brother's daughter. Okay. Yeah. So okay. All not, right. They're not blood. Okay. Good. Not good. Kiss blood. And they didn't bang Dave. They, <laughs> they just made still, out for a minute. It's still this is traumatic. Game of Who Hold on. Made out with their knees. It's still traumatic. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> to make out with blood. That is pretty traumatic. It's not blood though. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Good. All right. Good. As long as we didn't cross that. Like, yeah. You're right. This isn't Westeros. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> like, oh. You look a lot like my uncle. I dev. I have a yeah. I have a type. <laughs> right, right. Uh, How cute was old Steve though? Like, oh, he was adorable. Oh my god, oh. I need a pop with old Steve. It was like it was like Clint Eastwood esque kind of. He like did look like Clint Eastwood. <sighs> yeah, his mannerisms were spot on too. Yeah, he I played, love his voice. Played a pretty good old man. Yeah. Yeah. And now he's done acting. He's retiring. So, did, does everyone think that's either, uh, is that CGI? Um, uh, I think it's makeup. I think, makeup. I think it's a mixture. Yeah. It's both, for sure. And it's also acting. They did the same thing with Peggy. When yeah. Peggy was playing the old version of herself, it was makeup and they did some digital stuff. Yeah. Okay. So, it's definitely both. Well, I know, I know like, I think, because I know his body was mainly CGI, but I didn't know much about his face. What about what about Redford in that scene? He was oh, that that was some work. They had to do some work yeah. there. Yeah, so many and hands. on Hank Pym. And Hank, yeah, yeah, that's right. I was just about to say that was great. <laughs> that was some dope hair Hank Pym was sporting. <gasps> yeah, and and the original Ant Man uh, helmet. Oh, that yeah. I, I popped! I popped! That was so cool. I that love was... seeing that. <laughs> Um, hey guys, I don't mean to party, be a party pooper, but no. I do have to actually head out. Unfortunately, that's fine. Um, we got two I hours. I got a long day at work tomorrow, and yeah. I do need my bed rest. Yeah, <laughs> let's. Uh, that's that's fine. That's but, good. We're at two hours. Let's wrap it up anyway. So okay, um, do you have time for like five more minutes? Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Okay. So yeah, let's close this out. All right. Um, I'm not going to ask you where this sits on your scale of favorite Marvel movies, but. Um, I'll, I'll ask you to give it a letter grade, A, a through F, you know, the normal fare. I don't know what, the, what they might have changed them to at this point. I don't go to school anymore. But uh, give, <laughs> give Endgame a letter grade, um, and then we'll wrap up with uh, you guys sharing social media if you want to or, you know, anything you're working on. Um, and I'll go around. Let's just start with you, Novin. Uh, I'm going to give it an A-. minus. A-, minus. okay. All right. Um, Kyle. A minus. Ashley. I'll I'll give it a solid A. A. Not right. an A plus, not an A minus, just an A. <laughs> sure. Okay. Maybe I should have went with stars. Anyway, um, uh, Lauren. I'll give it an A plus for Avengers assembling. Oh, there you go. Uh, there you go. Uh, Johnny. I'm also going to give it a solid A. Solid yeah. A. Uh, I'll go A plus. I really, really enjoyed this movie. Um, yeah, I, you know, the time travel stuff that Kyle seems to have no end of issues with, um, did not affect my entertainment. Okay. Uh, thank you all for joining us for this episode to talk about. We could probably go on for another five hours to talk about this movie, but we just don't have that much time. And that would be a huge file for everybody to download on their podcast apps. <laughs> um, so we'll I end... never even went on my tangent about what made me upset. Oh, okay, no. I don't want... Okay. Okay. I guess. Okay. Let me just throw it in there real quick. I'm really mad that, um, that Black Widow had to die. Uh, we never really uh... talked about that either. 
Yeah. <laughs> There's okay. a lot of stuff we didn't talk yeah, about. Yeah. Okay, just because, like, first it was Gamora, then it was Black Widow. Why do women keep having to die for the Soul Stone? <laughs> Like, True. Like, <laughs> please. Because they have the most. They have the most. Soul. Fair, as good as they to be fair, they picked the to two strongest relationships in the MCU. But I do feel like had it been reversed and had Hawkeye died, it still could have been like I know we were just talking about how great Hawkeye's character arc was, but I do feel like it would have been an equally interesting story because it would have been Natasha maybe consoling his family. Mm-hmm. And her trying to, like, have this kind of unknown, like, familial kind of mourning type relationship with his family. So it would have been interesting to see either way. Sure. I think one way to look at it is that they were both fighting to be the one to sacrifice themselves. And Black Widow's just better than Hawkeye. That's true. Um, to, be fair, to be fair, Hawkeye tried to sacrifice himself and Natasha was just like, nope. Yeah, that I... They both they both wanted to be the one to do it because they care know, so much about but, each other, and that's but, why it had to be one of them. And one who, of them had who to made it, fight. Who who made it happen in the end? The writers. Yeah, but but I, who knows actually, for what reason? What if Scarlett, Scarlett Johansson? What if Scarlett Johansson? Yeah, uh, I think she, she wanted was just it over it. Yeah, she's maybe she's done. I think she was done. So blame blame Scarlett. Actually, blame her blame her fiance, the guy from SNL. Yeah, you can also blame Jeremy Renner for complaining of not being involved too much. <laughs> I don't think he Everyone really did fault. that. <laughs> I'm just going. I'm just going off what was said earlier. Let's just blame no everyone. It's everyone's we'll fault. It's everyone. our fault. The Black Widow's dead. I think narratively it made the most sense because he had yeah. a family, and she wanted to sacrifice herself so that he could get back to his family. It was noble. Agreed. True. There's Agreed. one other thing that we didn't talk about. How cool was like Hulk integrated as like uh, Professor Hulk? Hulk? Yeah. yeah. Uh, except everything but the dab. Was funny. <laughs> oh, I thought the dab was funny. I normally don't find those funny, but the it was it was his delivery. It was Ruffalo's delivery of dab. Just the way he delivered it was perfect. I and it felt like an animated character comes to life. Yeah, I mm-hmm. liked uh, I liked Nerdy Hulk more than Factor. Oh, <laughs> yeah, really? Oh. I, I I love Lebowski Thor. I, I, I won't call Lebowski him Lebowski Thor, Thor the but Thor Lebowski. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't into the Lebowski part of it, but yes, Fat Thor and uh, and Hawkeye were my MVPs of this movie. Um, just MVPs, Cap for me. Sure. Yeah. Cap and Tony. Just the ride, Ant-Man for me, because he's Ant Man. Oh, also, real quick, Dave. I know you mentioned that you were kind of shocked when that explosion happened, and we thought Ant Man died. I also thought the same thing. If you watch it again, you can actually see the. You can actually see him shrink as he's getting blown back. So he shrinks down oh. during the explosion. Gotcha. Uh, great, great reflexes. Somebody, mm-hmm. Somebody's mm-hmm. making a protein shake over there. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, who else do I need to ask? The letter grade. I think we got everybody. Yep. Okay. Um, very, very fast. Uh, Lauren, if people want to connect with you on social media or find your work, how can they do so? The best place to find me on social media is on Twitter at Lauren Galloway. I'm also the director of the Marvel Report, a fantastic blog and a website devoted to Marvel movies, Marvel TV, Marvel games. So if anything we talked about today was interesting to you, please check out the Marvel Report at themarvelreport.com. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And I freelance for a lot of different sites like Collider and IGN and a couple other places. So um, I'm always kind of sharing those links on twitter and i will definitely be posting my time travel explainer piece sometime this week so you guys can look out for that as well there you go you can 
try to wrap your brain around all that or give your brain a break after wrapping your brain around it. <laughs> um, Ashley, what, yes. what do you have to promote? Where can people find you and all your cosplay awesomeness? Uh, yeah, I am mostly also on Twitter, um, but I am also on uh, Instagram. You can follow me on Facebook, but I'm not really on there. Um, it's Ashley Weasley, and Ashley is not the normal way. My mom was not kind to me. Just kidding. Um, it's A-S-H-L-E-I-G-H, Weasley, W-E-A-S-L-E-Y. It's that on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Ashley Weasley cosplay on Facebook, and if you're in that age range, I'm also on TikTok. It's real cringy, but it's fun. It's super fun. <laughs> it's I'm not in that age range, and I still find it fun. You know, I'm not either, and it's so much fun. And <laughs> I will spend two hours just scrolling through 15 second videos. It's like Vine and Dub Smash again. Anyway, yes, it I'm is. on the I'm on those I'm on those pages. <laughs> There you go. And if you want to help contribute to her uh, just awesome cosplay work and things like that, there's a, what is it, Kof- coffee? Oh, coffee, Kofi. Yeah, K-O-F-I. Um, yeah, I've, I've been doing some fan signs. Um, I usually mention when I do those. Um, but yeah, I've got I've got that, you know, help, help fund my caffeine addiction, if you like. Because <laughs> <laughs> clearly she needs more. I'm sure Novin can attest. Yeah, um, I don't know. I never got the whole coffee thing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I thought it was just like a nicer way of saying, like, this is Patreon, but not Patreon. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a it's a nicer. I don't know. Patreon's cool and all, but with with coffee, I think it's a little more. I don't know. It's It's more just like a because everyone drinks coffee. Right. It's a lot like low key. You don't have to spend so much a month or whatever. It's you know like well like it's like a hey like here's a little tip like Mm. eh, like your stuff here's three dollars. There you go. But like like that's it's not like a force it on anybody or it's a requirement. Like I just shit post on Twitter all the time. It's just a constant stream of my thoughts. (laughs) Sure. And memes. So there you go. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. All right. Nothing uh, wrong with that. <laughs> Novin, I don't know. Are you working on anything or social media? Do you want to share any of that? Yeah. I mean, uh, it's, I kind of keep it private, but sure. if anyone, you guys can for sure connect with me. Uh, I don't mind at all. Um, but it's uh, at Novocaine on Instagram. That's like the main social media that I use. There you go. You might want to spell yeah. that, babe. Uh, N-O-V-I-C-A-I-N-E. There you go. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Kyle, go ahead and promote your crap. Oh, thanks. I'm glad it's crap. Your time, um, your, 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 uh, your goofy you can time me travel. At, on Twitter at KyleCrossy89. You can also listen to me on the uh, Legends TV Talk podcast where I talk about Legends of Tomorrow. Where time travel really doesn't make sense. Oh, where time travel makes a whole lot more <laughs> sense than this stuff. Where they just make up rules as they go. No, I'm just kidding. Um, and then Johnny. There's Johnny. Hello. Go ahead, Johnny. Hmm? Go ahead, Johnny. <clears throat> oh, uh, me. Okay. Uh, Twitter at Johnny Wellens, and on this podcast with Dave and Kyle mostly. And uh, play. I play Super Smash Brothers. If you want to play Super Smash Brothers, hit me up. I've been doing some online tournament stuff just for funsies, and having a good old time. So if you want to play some smash with me we'll have some smashing smashing fun smashing dash 
Smasheroo. He did it. Get, a, get your smash on. Get yeah. Okay. Uh, and we are, <laughs> and thank you, Johnny. And we are at hmm? Atomic Geekdom for all the things, uh, social media wise: Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all that good stuff. Find us, like us, subscribe, all that, and support our friends here that were on the show and endured two hours of talking about uh, one of the year's best movies, uh, one of maybe our generation's best movies. Who knows? It's it was a great movie. Let's not get too carried away, Dave. Um, but it was fantastic. It was a lot of fun. We all cried. We laughed. We cheered. I think I've used not all my theater. I think I've used all the words I can use. Um, and I'm run out of brain juice. Okay. That's our show this week. Thank you everybody for joining us. We'll be back next week. If I can find words to say, cause I'm running out and I'm tired. So that's it. Thank you everybody. And don't forget promo code atomic 20 on any website, 45% <laughs> off or 45 atomic bucks sent to your door. You'll get it. And if it doesn't right, work, if it doesn't work, email Johnny. If it doesn't, well, I'm not the head of Atomic Geek, and you got to talk to Dave about that one. If you send me your emails, I'll forward them to Dave, and we'll get them off to the to the right person. We'll get that trouble shot and fixed. But your business card says head of promotions, and apparently you've you've really gone, head of resources. You've gone head ahead. of res- all resources. Okay, Snacks, we're gonna beverages. We're gonna end this now, so people can go to bed. All right, thanks everybody. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> Thank you guys. Thanks.